Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. What's up, people? How's everybody doing? And John. Sean comes first, I come second. It's true. <laughs> well, it's because... Well, John, that's te- only on the podcast, huh? In case we all forgot, you're actually technically right now. <laughs> a friend of two, show? Yeah, for two more weeks. Yeah. You know. I thought I wasn't... Did you, bring your, did you bring your card for me to punch it? <laughs> I, I thought I wasn't going to cut it today, to be honest. <laughs> really? You're still, yeah. still banging? From yeah. that, uh, why y'all do that? I'm Keep on my uh, yeah. I'm on my fourth day of antibiotics, and last night, I uh, I <laughs> had the worst night of coughing I've ever had in my life. It's crazy, right? I just could not stop. I, it would not stop. I can't stop. Not, won't stop. I was. I tried teas, mentholatum, stop, stop, cough stop. drops. Syrups. I just could not get it. Were you sipping on some scissor? <laughs> scissor. <laughs> Two things, man. Slurp Kanye. <laughs> yeah. I'm on it, man. Sean yeah. came in just blasting Kanye and Dolly Parton. Those well, were that's his mood today. Well, um as I pull into the this the, the spot to get my drink, I did the old you know, I just hit the button for the next channel on my Sirius XM. Yeah. And it goes to uh, I want to say the Garth channel. And Jolene's just coming on. I can't not bump Jolene. Very Are true. you kidding me? <laughs> Even old Miley Cyrus bumps that Jolene. She does. Yeah. I I, I think I, one of the best renditions of it I heard, I was thinking about it since we talked before the start, was the Lady Gaga. Hmm. I think she rocks it out. She's <laughs> got the right, uh, She, you know, I think she takes a lot from, from Dolly Parton. Maybe. Like in her career. Maybe. And how she controlled her image and all that. Yeah, I remember when Dolly uh, wore that played the dress. guitar, wore the <laughs> dress. <laughs> but, you That's know. fantastic. Hey. But she's big and shiny. She wears all the big suits. Yeah. She doesn't care. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I finished Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah same here. Did you? I did. So we can all say, like, we can talk about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Spoiler. But not here. Because, yeah. you know, they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't want to know that, like, you know, Eleven died. What? Yeah, that would. What? Whoa. 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 Edit that, Chris. They all die except Winona Ryder. She's just sitting crying in a house. At the yeah. The, uh, the the second season was okay. I get what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But of all three seasons, this one raised the bar. I agree. This one was fantastic. It was, it's definitely, you could tell the budget went up on this one. Right? Yeah, I was thinking that too during yeah. some, some shots. <clears throat> um, did anybody, did anybody else cry? Um, I did. Uh, and the heartless over here didn't. No. He doesn't cry unless it's witty and buzz. I cried at that too, though, John. Yeah. What am I turning into? I'm crying at everything. <laughs> All the things. Tears. Turn around. You know? Little it was, it was I think it was there, but I kind of like the last episode of it, right? Mm-hmm. What, what I think you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I started seeing things and I was like, well, I yeah, think th- this is coming. So I was, I yeah. was prepared. I mean... You weren't living in the moment. You were studying other things. Like you reading spoilers for the episode finale of Lost. No. You did not do that. He did. No, I got sent that. (laughs) Oh, my God. He still looked. He couldn't look. He couldn't. He could have not I did not. I mean, like, well, that's the one good thing about these shows is, uh, you know, they just come out. And as long as you digest them right away, there's really not much out there. And it's kind of like. Why would I go look when it's literally right there and available? Well, see, that's yeah. the thing. I, I I cannot, you know, like you said, you can digest. Sorry for the noise, guys. You can digest mm-hmm. these things now in in a, in a day. Yeah. But like when the second season came out, I did that. I digested it in a day, day and mm-hmm. a half. But then when the third season came out, 
I had to watch the second season again because when you cram it like that, it's like studying for an exam and you're cramming the night before. Once you take that exam, it's gone. It is. It's out of your brain. I had no recollection of virtually anything that happened in that season. I'd seen the first season twice because mm. I watched that first season again in preparation of the second season. So cramming is just binging, as they call it, I think is just it's a very satisfying way to watch. Yeah. But it's not necessarily the best way to yeah, watch. Yeah, think of like Jeff of all of us probably had the biggest advantage with Game of Thrones in the sense that like he pretty much binged. All the way to like what it was. I mean, he didn't get cowed up till like the fourth episode of the final season. So you know, by the time he's there, you know, and things are popping off, yeah, he's he completely has a fresh mind and take on everything that's been occurring for the last, you know, for us, which had been the last decade. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could talk about hmm. so many details about this. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's a the show reminds you. From from the even back to the first season of the Goonies, it has that type of dynamic to it. You're, um, you're going to say no, Chris? You no, know, this one does. The first season actually reminds me of ET. This one reminds me of the Goonies. I mean, we can tit for tat that, but I mean, yeah. it's definitely got a Goonies vibe in it. Well, yeah. it's just it's kids on all, an adventure. It really, Goonies. it really just ran with the campiness, and I know they've all been mm. campy, but this one really just threw the nerd bathwater out with the baby, which was a probably didn't make much sense, but mm. just every uh, pop culture reference from yes. the eighties was just all in your face. And in the, fu- and then the final episode, it was just glorious, mm. glorious. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Of course. There's tons of them. I like that. I mean, the pops, even, they even Sean, have a- you seen the pops? Yeah. They look great. I, I'm not dude. So I bought the uh, first season. I think, I think I've said this on the air. If I haven't, yeah, I bought the first season pops, and then when I realized all the pops they were going to make for this, mm-hmm. I hit the eject button. Matter of fact, my entire first series, first season base uh, Stranger Things pops are for sale. Hit me up if you want them. Well, I'll give you a fantastic price on them. Yeah, I've, I've been wondering what your <laughs> what your deal is with pops these days, like I, what your status is. I, I completely, uh, I, I was going to sell everything, right? Yeah. Um, I just I didn't get around to sell it. Sell it. Um, I took everything down Delete. from my room, uh, except for, uh, I just started looking at my room and, and I had like six or four bookcases. Um, I just had a, a ton of pops everywhere. Mm. The bookcases were full of pops and then there were pops. They started to get on the floor. Yeah. And then that started turning into stacks on the floor. And then there were boxes coming in from like the, uh, star Wars bounty thing. What was it called? I forget the star Wars boxes were starting to come in. It just got out of control, and I was sitting there, and I was going, what What, what are you doing? Are people buying them from you? I haven't st- tried to sell them yet. Oh, I thought yeah. you. So I was going to... I'm moving. I was, it's fine, dude. Just just <laughs> yeah. do what you do. It's very hard to tell a story when Chris is acting re- re- just crazy. You had to back up on that one. <laughs> I, I don't, I'll say that word. I don't care. <laughs> the, uh, he was like... <laughs> so I... That's how it went. You remember that uh, Emperor Palpatine I saw? Yes. And so actually, uh, Clarissa, my your, wife, your, your wife, ordered it for me. So now I've got that. It's so cool. You bought that one? Yeah. I got a SpongeBob with you the bought rainbow. That one? Yeah. You actually said you didn't have it. Yeah. That's Where are we do? What are we doing here, man? <laughs> well, I don't know how to respond to you, Sean. And I found. Uh, <laughs> I sent you guys a picture of it. I found uh, Ang. From uh, yes. Avatar recently, mm. I don't. And I'm then, not. I'm uh, not into Avatar, so I was just kind of like, "Oh, cool." You should do. Yourself. As in, you've never you seen the show, Mm-mm. or uh, Prime. 
Mm-hmm. Eh, it's not really. You have it's to on. It's on one. One Punch Man wins all of it. So I've that's looked. For, I've too. looked for yeah. it everywhere. It's not uh, available to just stream. You have to buy it. Oh well. It is available for like twenty bucks. The whole series. Um, totally worth it at Best Buy. That's totally worth it. I'm not. I'm not getting into it. Not you should happen. actually get that for uh, your daughter at some point because she probably everyone children love that show and it's perfect for her age right now. What? Come yes. on, Appa. Yep, yep. <laughs> And then you get to the second one. The second one, uh, Legend of Korra, is pretty good, too. It's even the, better. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing to me right now? This feels like some sort of intervention. It's fantastic. I mean, you need this in your life. Yes. Just do it. Put down the other things, Sean. <laughs> you Put it right this. there with, uh, with Horizon Zero Dawn. So how many pops would you say you have? I don't know. It's in the hundreds. I, hundreds. I don't know. Yeah. Hundreds of hundreds. I don't I don't know. There's, You know, like the moving boxes you can get from like Home Depot? Sure. So I think there's four or five of those completely full upstairs. I Jeez. still have two bookcases pretty much full of pops. And now, you know, the random knickknack, like the uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild collector's edition that came with the sword, mm-hmm. that sword statue, that's up there. You know, so then I have like a, a Zelda amiibo. But then right below it, I'll have, I, I forget, or, or like Harry Potter pops, the original first series. Mm. There was like eight. So it goes from like Harry Potter over to Hagrid. I've got those on it, but I, I took them out of the box. I'm starting to like actually do that. appreciate them. It's one of the dumbest things ever because pops, you can literally open them and the box looks exactly like if you didn't open it. Yeah, pretty much. And, but people get them and sell them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you're like, what is, what is going on? Mm. It's like even the uh, rare ones. It's not like they come in some right. different type of packaging right. to help preserve it. <laughs> well, there's one uh, that I've been looking at recently that i just think is a gorgeous pop it's the mysterio from spider-man oh it's fan we, we saw that at uh it's really pivot. good that's a real yeah that's what I was I, <laughs> really um, good, but seriously really good looking pop yeah yeah um that was, was a look. solid spider-man movie pretty good pretty good yeah that's that's like the best i could say i'm like i wasn't overly blown like, away you didn't like the uh first one either no i love the first one first one's solid um you liked homecoming oh yeah I did. Oh, yeah. That's surprising. I really, really, really liked it. And the people that I, that I know that like Marvel movies mm-hmm. and, and you know, the, that universe that they're like, oh, that was okay. Okay. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love that Spider-Man. It's fantastic. No, I liked it because it was a high school kid actually in, you know, in <clears throat> yeah. high school. Yeah. Like high school kid in high school. Yeah. They haven't done that. Like they keep <laughs> going like, Hey, here's Toby Maguire. Who's like 30 something <laughs> playing a high schooler in the first movie. Or like then Andrew Garfield, who was in his mid twenties. Like, no, Tom Holland was like, what? 17. Yeah. When he did the first movie. So it made good sense. And like here coming back to this, it was like, okay, that's cool. I lo- I hope with the next one, they do move past high school and be like, okay, we've done two high school movies now let's see young peter parker in the world going to, it's going to be called yeah. spider-man senior prom hey let me ask you this though <laughs> yeah uh before you went to watch the movie uh rumors were starting to break about something being in the second uh post-credit scene mm-hmm. were you on yes okay. uh don't spoil because i still was, haven't seen it it was one of those things where the reason why i knew was not because anyone directly said it but because someone's pointed out that someone was at the premiere and they had noted he has not been at any of these premieres uh, in recent memory. And it was just like, you start to do the math and you go like, you know, maybe, maybe he's Could there it? for five seconds. I don't know. I didn't know. You know I did. not, and it was a nice surprise still. Uh, I don't know what end. it is, but I hope 
my number one you hope. You haven't seen it? I have not okay. seen it. So you guys know this, and this is not a spoiler for you people listening, unless it becomes true. Or I, I have no idea. I pray that the thing that's in the in the second post credit spoiler thing, yeah, is Deadpool. I, I it's I, the it's the first post. Well, whatever it is, yeah. I hope that Deadpool finally is going to be in a movie um, on this side of. Things. Though the second one is actually surprisingly important too uh, when you think about it. Like compared to what they I'm usually gonna, do, I'm going to borrow a common criticism that you use that I think is an overhyped mm-hmm. criticism. They didn't earn that. Ah, they did oh, not earn that. I actually, oh, I thought it was there because it just no, did to me, I was like, man, I, I, I can't like, say. I'll, I'll talk to you about it later because it's really hard to talk about that. I like post credit kind of, scenes yeah. that have relevance. Instead I got of relevance like, instead relevance. of like Captain Marvel's post credit scene where the cat. Pukes or, up the Tesseract. I'm like, no, or, uh, just stop wasting my time with this I thought crap. the worst was, I gotta go pee. I thought the worst was Ant and uh, Wasp, where it was just like, here's that Ant playing drums. Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah, know, that like, kind of stuff. It just, yeah. I just, I'm not, I don't sit through. What is going on on this side of the table? What are you guys doing? You don't want to know. Can we be professional? Can I just give this to Penny? No. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah. but overall, I thought it was a very solid yeah. movie. Um, I just, I just had two gripes about it, but mm. that's you know. Other I, than that, I am hopeful, or part of me hopes, and I don't know because it just hasn't been their trend lately. I want the next Spider-Man movie. A lot of these first two have big connections to the MCU, um, and things going on with them. I really would like the next one to just be primarily like, sure, it can be in the background, but I, I just want a straight up doesn't really have you know maybe there might be a thing or two in the background again that might have ties but is straight up and primarily a spider-man movie and that is how is this one i I don't don't you don't have to answer directly my assumption is that this one is it it clearly in the preview showed that he's devastated from what happened in endgame so i feel like that thread was there for sure but he clearly went away to another place yeah it's kind of like hiding from i don't say anything yeah i will cut you no, this isn't spoilers. It's this has all been teased. Yeah, huh? it's in the like trailer. it's very teased. Like he's coming out of this and he's struggling with the fact that you know the guy he adored up to yeah, yeah. is gone, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, well, that in itself could and, be and spoiler. Then, like, but <laughs> it's like, but you know, dealing with the idea of like, okay, he's gone, but like the world still has its problems, and like I'm still a kid. Yeah, I got do you. I want to do that? You know, that's where it's coming from. Without going any further, I just and I got that. I was like, and I was totally fine with it because I'm like, how do you not? address that coming well, out. What I'm saying is if that should be all that it yeah, was. Yeah. But you're implying like this movie still was tied into the MCU some kind of way and that's gonna surprise me because I didn't think that it would at all. I mean, yeah. There's there's still significant ties in there. Um Yeah, but do you think it do you honestly think it's gonna go away from the MCU at this point? Probably not. I mean that's that's one of the things that's like weak I think sometimes with some of these movies is that they it's this thing of like we have these checklists of things that we have to get out of the way so that when we do the big combined thing, you know, we set all those pieces up where people can't go and like, where did that come from? You know, but the thing that maybe sometimes is you know, a direct result of that is that you don't get maybe the best story you could have for the character that is on screen. Like Doctor Strange is a great example of that to me. Like that could have been a much better intro to Stephen Strange, but it was a Fantastic. lot of just it, it was a lot more about. 
we've got to set up all this stuff with the with the time stone and everything and its importance and its powers and what it can do because it's going to play a big part. Chris, I had never known of Doctor Strange. I watched Doctor Strange. Sure. And I felt like everything was perfect. Well, I, yeah. But again, I love that movie. Hmm. And I felt like I needed to know what the time stone was because I was a noob to Doctor Strange. Sure. <laughs> I don't mind that being in there. But, you noob. know. I do have a um a public rant. Oh, oh my God! Before you, before you, before rant. I do that, I just wanted to let you guys know because I know we're getting close to pivot time. Uh, Don't let me not rant, okay? Okay, yeah. Uh, before I did see one hour movie this weekend, uh, and it hit me hard because there was uh, psychedelics in it. There was nature, <laughs> uh, and and there were Chris there was certain, there was there was a festival, <laughs> and all these things, uh, and then there was also. Some really horrifying stuff in broad daylight, uh, Midsummer, which came out, which is the dude, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Ari, it's, it's Ari Aster. Yeah. Right? He did uh, uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. Which people are very divisive on. Like some people love that movie. Who's divisive on that? Like That's they're like unanimous. And, and it's the praised. same. It's the same here. Like there are people that walk out of that film and like some people are like, <laughs> I hate this because it's just kind of opposite like you talking about audiences or you talk yes, critics? yes audiences okay. audiences um so but Cause, cause i loved the, it because the big uh the the big criticism well mm-hmm. a criticism of the oscars last year is tony collette Name was drop. not uh yeah was not uh nominated. united states of terror double name drop <laughs> is it tony collette yes it is tony collette it better be at this point i tell you that yeah. much mm-hmm. credit yeah she wasn't nominated but that's that's standard. I mean, horror horror has a problem getting into the Oscars. Your Outs- face has a problem. Like unless you're Get Out and you do something that just truly surprises people in a way that you know they're like, how do we not? But uh, yeah, this one is up there. And it's it's some of the best directing I've seen this year. Like there are shots and transitions in this movie that I was I was just like, wow, that's that's very clever. So it's the best cinematography you've seen. Yeah, and directing. <laughs> Sean, yeah, you got something you need to get off Dude, your chest. Yeah, people are terrible. Yeah, um, I, I want to. I want anyone that listens to this podcast. If you see anyone doing what I've seen people posting on the internet recently, please Goldberg spear them. Are you talking about the bluebell thing? Yes, uh-huh. I can't believe how terrible people have become. John, if you don't know what I'm talking about. So these videos are going kind of viral, if you will. Now the people are going to eventually oh, get in trouble. About the, the, the yeah. So yeah, there's a video of a lady in Walmart. She opens up a bluebell container out of like the freezer section of Walmart and licks it, puts it back in the freezer section after putting the lid back on. I've now seen a video of a a, a person going to the mouthwash in like a Walgreens or something, opening the mouthwash. Gargling some mouthwash, spitting it back in, putting it back on the shelf. Yeah. I've now seen another video. At least the good thing with that is that it's going to be. There's no, Chris, there's no, at least there's a good thing with that. I've seen a dude, uh, I want to say it's like at another Walmart type store. Yeah. Arizona tea comes in a gallon, opens the Arizona tea, spits in it, puts the lid back on, puts it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And in each one of these videos, there's giggling and then there's a running away. Yeah. Now, who knows? I'm going to make the assumption they posted it because people are dumb. They For post sure. those videos. They think it's funny. They run away. The person that licked the bluebell 
I don't know the update on it, but the the feds were looking for because that is a felony. Yes, that's tampering like with a consumer product. That imp- it drives me like insane. I think they said like, how she, are people? She John, get how do years. how do you and me and Chris and other people walk on the same earth as these kind of people? These kinds of people. Well, let me tell you about town. I, it. It blow. When I worked at, a, at, a, at an apartment at my company, my eyes went from naive about people to like wide open about people. Right. Mm-hmm. This is like another level for me because then I go, well, how many times has this happened before? And I've, you know, and I've, I've eaten <laughs> that blue bell. Like who pays attention when you crack the lid and you get the scoop going? Like, you know what I mean? It's well, Sean, let uh, me tell you about the town of Rockville, Georgia. Have you never seen this? Wonderful John? history. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So PSA. <laughs> Goldberg spear people record that Goldberg. See the people that go into a grocery store and do that Mm. or the people who double park in parking spaces or the people who do all sorts of things that are in their mind, they're just being human beings. They get to feel better about themselves and live in comfort knowing that at least they're not Hitler, right? (laughs) That's right. At least they're not Hitler. At least they're not Hitler. At least they're not Hitler. But that's, uh, that's a random one. But that's just, <laughs> well, he was saying. No, yeah. but my point he was is, saying that one of the worst people is, ever. At least they're not that. My, guy. my point is, yeah. they get to feel good knowing that they're not evil sons of guns, and they are evil sons of guns. That's terrible, isn't it? It's that's just, just completely. It's just. But you know, Chris isn't worried about it because mouthwash is going to clean itself like beer. Well, some of I'm these, worried about it with the bluebell. I'm not worried. The, the so fact about that the you're mouthwash. seeing it more and more, yeah, is almost. It's. I almost feel like some people are doing this. Spitting into a mouthwash bottle and then going to buy it. It's at this point, it's almost like they're just it's like that. Well, it's like that bottle cap challenge where they're it's copycat you know, mentality, roundhouse. right? That, like and one person does it, and then you're like, ha, ha, ha. oh, everyone's complaining. Well, I'll go do this. Well, what needs to happen is the copycat challenge needs to be um, kiboshed <laughs> when 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 the sentence comes down on the Me first person who gets caught. Execution. This, I'm no. trying to think of like the last <laughs> thing that was like this, which was public execution, yeah. which was probably hereby sentenced uh, to death, hanging in front what, of the courtyard. The last thing I can remember like this was the whole entire Tide Pod challenge. You know, like just kids oh, yeah. eating. Like, you're like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would you do this? And it's like, well, everyone else is doing. You know, it once one person sets a standard. Someone else eventually, out of the millions upon millions of people out there, is going to be dumb enough to emulate. Well, I'm a little strapped for cash. I've decided to sell my bathwater. Ah, there you go. I saw that too. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the, it. The internet just shouldn't shock us anymore. It's but it does. I almost I almost posted on Facebook. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those old farts that use Facebook. But last week I posted on Facebook that yeah I saw that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I I, I I I was I almost said I think the experiment of social media. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to say it failed. It's <laughs> just done. completely failed. It's done. Did you, it doesn't make us better. It I'm doesn't gonna, make us closer. Right. It doesn't gonna, make us what, more what open-minded. Does it do? What, we learn what, more about each other and, and we become more tribal. It's just, it's nonsense. It's, it's over. It's oh, over. Oh, Sean got a haircut. That's what yeah. you learned. Yeah. World Cup picture. Hey, Sean got a haircut. But I talked to your wife. Your wife. My wife. And she wants, me, huh? she wants me, she wants me, she wants me to be in charge of your next birthday party. Uh-huh. And I wanted to run this past you. <laughs> I'm going to have Moe's cater. <laughs> That's oh. funny. Don't, I'm all, there's only enough time in the intro for one angry rant by Sean. Okay. Oh my goodness. First of all, I never see you that much posting on Facebook. Right. You dropped the bomb. I was livid. I posted it on, uh, look, I, and I don't, 
I don't post enough on Chris Twitter. And I talked about it at lunch today. I don't post enough on Twitter on my personal pages. I'm, I'm more consumed with the uh, weekly game chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically copy and pasted that, that thing I put on Facebook on <laughs> everything that I have. Yeah. I was just, cause it's stupid. But then the angel that he is, Mikey, shout out to Mikey down in Florida. He, he gave me a glimmer of hope. <clears throat> he said that down there, it, it's still okay. Yeah, when I uh, I was thinking, like, when you said that, I was like, wow, that must have just happened because I went to there a couple of weeks ago when I went to go see yesterday. Yeah. And they had it. I had it when I had dinner. So who knows? Yeah. Well, maybe they were just I, out. But it was just, it was everything that led up to the point of me realizing they didn't have it anymore is what led to me posting that. Mm. It was, it was a, it was just, you had to have been there kind of thing. It was, it was, it was um, no bueno. Because you never <laughs> post on Facebook, I read every word. I'm like, what is, why is he so pissed? <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah. I'm done. Um, In a world where you see on Facebook world. people venting about politics and who gets cast in movies right, right. and all these things. God. Here comes Sean Haywood <laughs> venting about Moe's that Southwestern was, Grill. That was about the thing where I'm like, when that went down with the movie thing this week, I was just like, I'm not surprised. And then I just, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hate the internet. I just hate it. <laughs> well, the, the, the sad part is most people, it's one of those things where the, uh, the, uh, you don't, you don't think it's true where the, the people making the loudest voice aren't the majority. Oh no, for sure. I agree with that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause as most far as the population goes, the loudest people represent 1% of the population, yeah. mm-hmm. but we pretend that it's, yeah. that it's the majority yelling. Right. Mm. I love your hat. You John's rocking his Chattanooga. Look some tells me, hat. some tells me when that movie comes out, if it's a good movie, it will do just fine. <laughs> it's not going to do well. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. it's not going to be good. These, oh. No, the, these. And I only say that because you, most of these Disney movies are just not good. You, John has uh, said that the live action good. movies. You've said that before. But you say it's not going to do well. Oh, I probably do. Yeah. well. I, I don't. <laughs> that came out wrong. Yeah. I, like uh, Dumbo didn't do well, and it would still. It's still. I think I like know, number. Did Dumbo t- do well. I mean, like it made like what was it three hundred fifty million? Did it? That's, yeah, that's so. not a drop in the. Was well, yeah. it a drop in the bucket? Drop. For Disney flash in the pan, drop in the bucket. Fish in a barrel? No, it was like poop in a bowl. uh, (laughs) Earlier today, I looked at the top 20 movies so far this year, grossing worldwide. Disney only has five. Why would you do that? They're slacking. They have have five of the top 20. But they're just top five. five, Their five combined grossed more than the other 15 combined. (laughs) And they're about to have Lion King come out next week. And then Star Wars and Frozen later this year. It is ridiculous how much money they're making. Are we going to watch Lion King? I'm going to watch Lion King. That's Uh, next week. Yes, it is. My wife. Your your wife. Actually wants to go see that. I was like over the moon. I'm like, I would love for you to go to a movie with us. That would be amazing. With who? Me and Aiden. Oh, I Uh, thought you meant with us. I was was about to get excited. Well, I would love for you guys to go. Well, you said it on air. That's not true. During a recording. I'd love for you to go. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. He's been very direct. That's true. John doesn't want to go to a movie with me. Well, because you're. It's tough, man. Yeah. We have to stand outside and talk about it. That's a the Every worst. Time. Well, no, the worst of that is Tony. Tony <laughs> yeah, is like, is oh my God. like me, I'll go to a movie. I have no problem. Like me and Aaron went to go see Dark Phoenix and we like, we stood outside for maybe two minutes and then we were like, all right, man, I'll see you later. Yeah, but the standing outside. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go to the car. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, speaking of going to things. You guys want to go to the topic? Mm. Uh, uh, that, that, that was, was a, rough. Yeah, it, you know, like when you when you when you have a perforated is that did I say that right? Perforated uh, piece of paper. 
perforated. No, perforated. Perforated. And and you know it rips perfectly, right? But, but you, you mess it up. But you so mess up that piece of paper being ripped. Well, as we're that's what just happened. As we're uh-huh. going to the topic, I want the audience to be aware that I'm about to go tinkle. Oh, okay. Is that gonna happen? Oh, okay. You do go that, get John. your John Tinkle. <laughs> you do that, John. My John Tinkle. Yes. All right. Well, let's pivot. Topic time. 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 The topic is bloodstain ritual of the night. You love it when I do that. You feel the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. It's fine. I just can't wait for my birthday. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> that's that's funny. That's an inside joke type thing, huh? Yeah. Uh, John. So Thanks for playing this so, game and so talking you, about it. So you bought this game. <laughs> I did. On, on Switch. Yeah, I was on vacation and I thought, what a perfect time to... Play, uh, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd always intended to play it on Switch. That's the platform I wanted it on. Because it's so, Castlevania. Yeah. And so I, you know, the week before we went on vacation, I I was able to pre-download it. Uh-huh. Like, I like a good pre-download. Right. It's always a good um, thing. You got to be careful with that pre-download. And it's because I wasn't, game, right? No, it's not that large. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so I, because I went ahead and downloaded it because I wanted, I wasn't sure how internet would be in yeah, yeah, different yeah. Airbnbs we'd be staying at, so... Good it, idea. Would be, it would be ready to open up and I'd be, you know, slaying demons and until my heart's content. Hey, so, John. Yeah. W- what what system did you finish this game on? Uh, Xbox One. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but there, I'll, but is, I'll definitely unpack yeah, that. Uh, is, I wonder if there's a reason for yeah. that. Can you let him unpack it, Chris? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got notes. Yeah. What, so, does he? I haven't heard of I, I mean, I, I see visual I, proof I kind of want to hold that comparison <clears throat> for the end as I'm sort of summing up the, you know. And, the sum and, of all fears? No. Dropping my Richard on the table, that kind of That's thing. That's a good book. So. It's an all right movie. All right movie? Yeah. Better book, right? <laughs> so That's a lot, Jack Ryan. For anybody, <laughs> for anybody who's been sleeping under a, a rock... Over the past, I guess, four or five years, this Kickstarter uh, was started by Koji Igarashi. That's nice. And he is the original developer, director for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Not only that, he's done pretty much every Metroidvania Castlevania game from the GBA to the Nintendo DS. The GBA. From Circle of the Moon. No, <laughs> Curse of the Moon. Circle? Yeah, Circle of the Moon. But he wasn't involved in the Lords of Shadow, right? No, he wasn't Yeah, that wasn't him. Um, Sorry to deal with Yeah, that was old no. Danny derailed right there. Thanks, Chris. I just wanted to. I didn't know. Kojima so was, was Kojima was involved in um, like like the, the Kojima Lords oh. of Shadow. The Kojima. I can see that. But according to what you know, it's got his logo on the game. But apparently, what he did is he went in, talked to David Cox, the producer, signed a bunch of pictures, and went on about his business. That's the rumor. But um, that's what John wants to believe. No, that's I think that's what Colin actually said at uh, one point. But anyway, <laughs> you know, anybody ten out of ten that game. Yeah, anybody who's fans of this guy Koji Igarashi and Nintendo DS and GBA, um, if you didn't, a lot of people bought these systems to play his games. Um, DS, it was a, a lot of people bought. 
these systems to play these games. These these represent as an, an amalgamation some of the best games on those two systems. Sean, shut your mouth. They brought they bought it to play some Zelda, and they were also like, "This is a nice perk to have." Yeah. Here. <laughs> but that's like I think I've got how many? I've got um, I think three or four of them on the DS, and they're all just fantastic. Symphony of the Night obviously is the pinnacle. Um, that's but, probably why it's been released like nine hundred times. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. And so Konami, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and you, no one ever knows what goes on in Konami's boardroom anymore but they stopped making this type of game everybody else under under the sun makes these games from ori in the blind forest to yeah. you know um what's hollow knight all these types of games are it's definitely this metroidvania style game is just being made over and over and over again if you're an indie developer that that's definitely one of the genres that's <laughs> high up there for sure yeah and so koji konami didn't want to make another one of these games so koji said fine i'm gonna go make this myself yeah and we've heard this story before we've heard this with the mega man guy yeah, yeah. who went off to make uh, mighty number no. nine to Oof. you know yeah yeah kind didn't of he a, also work on uh what was it record yeah and that's probably yeah, yeah. why you know yeah. he should have not divided Said, like attention. you know what let me focus on this one thing and then i'll focus on this other thing so the the goal i think and I might be imagining this, but the goal to me for him was let me make this game, mm-hmm. this spiritual successor to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, mm-hmm. and show Konami what that people still out. want this title. These people still want this type of game. And I can say from the jump that, you know, it's been a long road. It's been about five years. Vita version been was canceled. It's been ver- long December. The Vita version was canceled. The Wii U was canceled. Yeah. They showed a trailer. They didn't like the visuals. There's been a lot of of struggle with this title getting made. Um, I think Way Forward came in. They're the directors of the, the producers of Shovel Knight. They came in and sort of rescued the project, get, got them some more f- funding. Um, and here we are, um, five years after that Kickstarter made three million dollars, I believe, somewhere around that figure. Yeah, it did very well. And I can tell you that as far as him accomplishing the goal of delivering you a solid Castlevania spiritual successor, he's delivered in spades. This is one of those rare moments in Kickstarter stories where they actually delivered on the promise that they had. Yeah. Wasn't just better a good late idea. than never. <clears throat> Wasn't just a good idea and better late than never. So this um you know it's it's almost like it, it it almost mirrors uh Symphony of the Night and how it functions. Now one could say maybe um, one of the things he could have done is show Konami that this is still something that's attractive by doing something a little bit different, going, yeah, yeah. you know, str- stretching it a little bit to to, yeah. to convince Konami that this could exist with certain tweaks. Well, I and, think uh, honestly, like with, a good tweak with Konami, show. the only way you're convincing them at this point is if it's a uh, where those called Plinko pachinko machine. machine. Yeah, pachinko. Pachinko. Yeah, that's the only way you're convincing them. Or if it's PES soccer, those are the only two things. Castlevania Pachinko of the night <laughs> probably exists. Yeah, somewhere. Right? So it's it's pretty much. I think it takes place in the late 1700s, a lot like um, Symphony of the Night. You play as what they uh, the main character in this game is called. Is her name is Miriam? Mm. She is what they call a shard binder. So the the lore in this game is a little bit. Yeah, convoluted. Yeah. It's it, it it's it's a it's a serviceable thing to get you from point A it's to like, point B. We can't say vampire. Yeah, but basically, 
basically um, people turned away from faith uh-huh. in favor of technology. They put their faith in technology and left the spiritual leaders behind. And so in some sort of Fable. in some sort of ploy to get to get people to return these spiritual leaders they're known as the church it doesn't indicate catholic or anything like that because it's a fictional world it just calls the church a world um releases demons onto mankind and in response to that things get a little out of hand so they create no. these they create these humans and um fuse them with shards uh deposit shards inside their bodies you know, there's probably a lot better way to explain this where someone's scratching their head who's playing this going, that's not how it goes at all. Um, and so they create these 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 humans called Shardbinders who have the ability to defeat demons and absorb the powers that they have when, when they you know, defeat them. Mm-hmm. When you defeat an enemy, you're given this thing called a shard and it, and it fuses with the shard inside your body and you're granted um, certain powers based on that enemy you defeated. Dude, they're Dude. not hearing this. Okay, I was like, uh, that would be hilarious. <clears throat> Ooh, pretty. Yeah, it looks like a demon right there, John. Yep. So this <gasps> character here, this is like the first boss of the game. When you defeat this boss, you are granted a shard that basically allows you to use that tentacle on your enemies in the, the game. For the record, they have no context what you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm explaining it yeah, to you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, a, a lot of the... Uh, can you turn that down a little bit? Yeah, there you go. So... Um, Ooh, boobies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> of course, Chris. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it. Yeah. They're there. It's like we we went the extra mile. We did this for you, John. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah the game I I had not I haven't paid a a second of attention to this game, right? Even RPG elements. No, I mean it's <laughs> but it it's surprisingly I don't know if surprising is the right word. It looks fantastic. Well, uh, while you're doing this, Chris, you might want to pull up a um, PC Switch side by side comparison. Okay. Graphics well, comparison. Why not Xbox Switch? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. It, it doesn't just, matter. Yeah, because I know you said at some point you're going to unpack yeah. what happened, why you went from Nintendo Switch <clears throat> to... Because you started on Switch. You went on vacation. You played it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Last week when you talked about it to us after the show, you were not happy about the Switch. Not not, not too thrilled. Yeah. Not too thrilled. I mean, I've seen you happier about other things, John. Um. Okay, so which one is which? This is uh, PS4. That you is could Switch. tell right away. Jeez. PS4, yeah, yeah, that is very money. No, that's not that bad. Y'all, y'all don't act that crazy. Sure, it's a lot. It's a little crisper. Yeah, I mean, but come on, dude. The, the, this is they, that's, that's they, not that they, bad. No, they do pretty well with focusing on the character. But watch the environments as they as this thing progresses. Yeah, let's see. Look at all that. It's just and look how chugged that is. Yeah, you can see. I can see the frame rate mm-hmm. being slower on the switch right see, away. See what you saw here. You defeated an enemy, and a shard shot out of the enemy, and and pretty much stabs you, stabs mm-hmm. your entire body, and and merges with the shard inside you. See that was yeah. PS4. The backgrounds are pretty, you don't you just don't have any of that gloss yeah. or sheen. On well, it. and I think like to John's point, the big thing, as he said, this isn't some very large game. You know, it's not like we're talking about, like, for instance, of course, Witcher is coming to uh, Switch later this year. And obviously the way they're making it work is they've had to reduce uh, 
the resolution of the game, right? Mm -hmm. And I think people are okay with that because one, if you're someone who has, you know, already played this game, uh, you're, you're fine. You, you, you understand there's so much game in it and such a large game, regardless of what system you're on that, you know, you're getting your money's worth, right? What you're saying? Yeah. Because it's, the game's already been played. It's already, it's already the Witcher three and you're just going to be able to play it on the switch. I don't think that I don't want to look at this as like a switch bash though, because I, I don't mean, think it's a switch bash. I think it's it's the, a developer bash. If anything, it's like right, look, like look, yeah. dude, this is Why this is you? the the I look. I, I we kind of jumped the rail uh, the yeah, gun yeah, a little bit. But that's right. fine. It's to me, it's the developer not taking advantage, just kind of crapping on the switch. The, the, I'm, and I'm I'm telling you, the switch version did not have to look this bad. That's no. that's this right. looks like this looks like an upres 3ds game. The, and that's not so. Good. Here's my question to you, John. How long, like, did you play this before you start going? Something's wrong, and maybe I should get this on another console. Like, was it when you started well, I seeing waited. the articles, like where people where it was true that you know, or clear that the internet was complaining about this, mm-hmm. or was it like you picked it up and you know, midnight hit and the game unlocked and you started playing like? the hell you know it was it was it was not immediate but i saw as i progressed into the game the frame rate would drop about 15 20 frames per second sometimes and mm. it's supposed to be locked at 30 yeah, yeah um the input lag and and you can see it tested on youtube the input lag is is you know terrible it, it's not it's not good and and, mm. and i get and i kept getting owned by enemies because the moment i hit the button uh, to jump or, or avoid attacks. It'd be like a it was just, it was just, it, there was just delay and I kept getting owned. Um, and as soon as I, as soon as I jumped on the, um, Xbox, Xbox, just, there was no more problem with that. You went back to John dun, Rambo. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, so dun. I played to, I mean, to my credit, I played like four hours of this game on the switch. Yeah. I gave it the old college try. Um, and, and I think like the sad part of it was we were looking at this, like, I don't know about how it's sold here in the United States. We'll find that out um, later this month, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the UK, they noted the fact that, you know, the the PS4 and Xbox versions came out about a week before the Switch version. Yeah. And that week it premiered, it only hit about 20 or something on the rankings. Uh, it jumped up to 11 the week of Switch's premiere. Which uh, meant that like it was easily the best selling version of the People game. People wanted this on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, and it, it makes sense because, as you said, like Castlevania, you know, something especially old school Castlevania. While sure, people played a lot of Symphony of the Night on PS2. I think if you're going back to real PS4. traditional, or I'm sorry, yeah, PS1. Uh, um, most people think about Nintendo. You know, uh, so it, it makes a lot of sense that they would jump over to that system on this and and plus like who doesn't want to play this kind of game on the go right i think it's why people put i think it's why hollow knight came to switch before it came to uh ps4 or xbox Mm -hmm. you know and if you look at side-by-side comparisons of hollow knight Mm -hmm. on switch and xbox it's crisp it's clean is it is it a is it a higher res absolutely yeah you go you look at shantae and the pirate's curse they both look very they're both pretty games you know yes. so it, i'm not asking switch to put out 4k because no, it's never said they're doing 4k in fact in handheld mode this game runs on the switch at 570p 540 540 yeah yeah 
and then docked at 720. Yeah. It's just inexcusable. Which it's is like, it's supposed to be, I think, what? It's supposed to be that mobile, the Switch can do up to 720. Handheld. And then, yeah, that's what I mean, mobile. Uh, oh, sorry. And then when it's docked, it can do up to 1080. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. But so, and you know, back to the back to the gameplay. The, the fundamental core of this game is shards. Every mm-hmm. enemy, um, and it, and 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 it doesn't do it every time you defeat an enemy. But ed- every enemy has a chance of dropping a shard. Drop. And you know there are. I, I I've I have played fifth, fourteen hours on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've. You beat uh, it, right? I, I I I technically beat it. Oh, okay. Um, like you got more things to do, but you yeah, there's a lot the of stuff story. to do. Uh, so the main story was finished. Um, solid. But as far what solid? What was solid story? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's a device. It's a Castlevania. Yeah, yeah it's gotcha. a pl- it's a device that gets you to point A to point B. But as far as shards found, I found forty percent of the shards available in the game. There's Dear just Lord. a plethora of fundamental powers and abilities that you can use. And, you know, I'm, I've, I've currently have, I use, um, I use my primary shards are <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> I shard a lot, but, uh, the main primary shard that I use is, geez, yeah. is a, is a kind of a, a flame attack where I'm throwing a, a wide fireball, a wide fireball at, at, at enemies. And you can, you can take these shards and with ingredients you find in the world, elements, mm-hmm. things like that, you can upgrade them. I haven't been able to max out any upgrades. I think you can just keep upgrading them and, and they just Sweet. keep stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, so definitely, you know, water-based attacks for, with shard powers, um, like that, like that tentacle attack from the first boss, you can have that ability. Yeah. Um, just all kinds of crazy stuff. A lot of the stuff are directional attacks. Some of them um, are passive attacks, where they increase the um, they increase the power of certain types of weapons you wield. You can wield p- pistols, uh, daggers, pew, pew. swords, clubs. I'm currently using an umbrella mm-hmm. as as uh, my primary weapon because it's the strongest weapon so far that I found in the game. Um, so. That's pretty much how the shards work. They mm-hmm. they they're utilized to upgrade and enhance all your other tools. Mm. And so, as far as equipment goes, you have you collect food, you collect parts of uh, demons, you collect um, elemental materials, and stuff like this helps you. You can craft food, you can craft weapons, you can you can use these items to craft and gear? enhance you enhance your gear enhance your shard abilities all these things there's there's mm-hmm. tons of stuff to collect in the world and i haven't even scratched the surface of everything that i need to get um, to increase my armor all this stuff mm-hmm. um, and all all this is pretty you know basic if someone listening to it is a fan of this series this is kind of run of the mill stuff yeah uh, so your inventory has stuff like um, Certain dishes that you can make, ingredients that you can make dishes with, and in this game, wow. there's there's certain people that you right. come up to that that the, the, these little side quests where you're defending, um, you're taking revenge on a person who uh, based 
you're taking revenge on behalf of a person who died by going out into the castle and killing this many number of a certain type of demon. Mm-hmm. You come back to that lady and she rewards you with some sort of item. Um, you give one lady a certain type of food mm-hmm. and she rewards you with items. So all these different side quests that help you get more types of armor, you know, um, gear, gear, all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. Um, now compared to Symphony of the Night, <laughs> in what way? It's basically which Symphony one of is the Night. better? <laughs> uh, Symphony of the Night is definitely yeah. just the the standard bear. I'd be like, if, but it's hard for me to anything else. But it's hard for me to be objective about that because yeah. of the nostalgia that it has. It's just yeah, I, it's, it was a trend center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> one of the coolest things about this is um, you can pretty much find. Um, certain crystals in the world that unlock a sort of think of a weapons wheel and you can assign a loadout rock me baby like my weapons wheel you can assign a loadout say you've got you've got uh, a certain hat a certain shard a set of shards that you like a certain set of weapons and armor that you like i don't know the reference uh that's whatever a Bob Dylan song. okay that's probably why Darius Rucker covered it. Um, Old Crow Madison Show. Darius who? They're the one who Rucker. finished it. <laughs> yeah. Old Crow. So, the, you know, you you can have, you can assign this wheel, and I think there's like six or seven spots on the wheel. You can assign uh, a circle on the wheel, a loadout. Yeah. Um, and you can go to a different, you can, you can, and you can do a different loadout of shards and armor, things that work depending on what area of the map you're in. And you can put it on a put it on your loadout screen, so you, so you can go interchange real quick. You don't have to go back into the menus yeah, and yeah. put this on and put this on and put this on. It's just basically there for you to grab. Kind of like uh, Ori, right? Because Ori, I don't had remember that. having a loadout for Ori. Well, Ori had that thing with the circle wheel where you'd hold down LB and then you could just switch between your abilities. And what well, that's a weapons wheel. Oh, okay. I'm talking about it's a loadout basically where you have this armor this ring this sword this hat this shard power mm-hmm. and you assign it to one spot gotcha so you can you can switch from this one to you can switch to different ones that have different loadouts basically based mm-hmm. on what area of the map you're in what type of weapons are are more suitable for the area gotcha that kind of thing so yeah that's um you know there's nothing too uh too in depth about it um the the main place where you where you upgrade everything is is basically a hideout, um, a central location, a, a headquarters, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, fast travel, Sean. Ooh, I know that's a big thing. one for you. That's fast a uh, that's a John uh, John like says necessity. Pretty decent. Pretty yeah. decent. You walk into these rooms that have these stained glass mirrors. Um, it took me it took me a while to figure out what this was, but uh, um, you basically have certain green rooms on the map that you can fast travel to by going into these rooms and jumping into the stained glass window and transporting to another area of the map. That makes complete sense. Yeah, absolutely. Does it, Chris? I don't think you meant that. (laughs) But does it, John? In the context of the world, yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah. But um, every either there's uh, safe spaces where you save your game, you replenish your health and, you know, hmm. in your magic and things like that. Um, and those are pretty steady so and ready available. Whenever. You can't save whenever. Okay. 
it's definitely Gotta make it to a safe point, man. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much the the um, that's pretty much how the game works. It's it's you know it's it's pretty straightforward. So just to further unpack what I went through to mm. bring this game to you guys, um, as far as a as far as a Richard goes, um, are we there yet? I mean. Let's see what I can say here. As far don't, as 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 far as uh, don't what I was saying. Don't feel like you have to extend out if you don't want to. Are uh, you bored, Chris? No, no, no I'm no. not. All right, it did seem like you I was saying mean. like you're like, well, let's go down this thing. Like, don't cater to him if you feel like you're ready to. Do I have Richard, to talk about Richard. the topic at least as much as we shoot mm. the s in the beginning of the show. Ah, it's yeah. just, it's a disservice to our audience. We did it. But um, I would say that if you were looking for a Castlevania experience, this is a Castlevania experience. Is it a Metroidvania experience? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a Metroidvania experience. I would say that while Igarashi was trying to make you appreciate the Castlevania Metroidvania series, mm-hmm. um, what I think he did, hopefully intentionally, but... I want more of this series. I think this series is cool. I think the Shardbinder concept is pretty amazing. I like the character of Miriam mm-hmm. um, and all the other uh, supporting characters that are there. Um, you know, it, I, I think he's done something where Way Forward is going to want more of these, whether done by him or somebody else. But Did I they think, buy the property? Um, I don't know if they bought they it, but they just distribute. but they but they published it. Yeah. Um, there's actually a, a pretty good. Uh, there's some occasional um, Easter eggs throughout the game mm. that point to the Castlevania series. Um, there's one, and I, I don't want to spoil it, but there's one enemy. Well, there's one enemy you face that is um, something that that's a main character for Way Forward. I'll just mm. leave it at that. Okay. And you can develop. You can you can gain access to that enemy shard ability too. Um, is the final boss instead of it being Dracula? Is it Schmacula? Not at all. Wait, the final boss in Castlevania is Dracula. Oh yeah. Come on, Sean. I've never played. I don't. I've never. But I think he knows that. I've never played Castlevania. No, I, any I, of I, them. Yeah. And it's called a character flaw. Yeah. And in, in what way, John? Instead of Deckard, is there a Beckard or Deckard, whatever his name is? <clears throat> is there um, a John Luke Picard? So. <laughs> so I beat the final boss. Accidentally. Oh, okay. I was exploring. Accidentally. Well, I was exploring. They can go like, hey, and final I just, boss. I, I was exploring and I happened to just stumble into the final boss's oh, that's cool. room. Um, I beat the game. It, it didn't credits take. Credits rolled. No, there's no credits. It actually, yeah. it, it actually, because I didn't do everything, because I didn't complete the map, because I didn't do mm. all the bosses, it said game over. Oh, that sucks. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that you lost. I mean, it just like once, takes once you it, out to your last save yeah, point. Once it went back to the menu screen, there's an extra mode uh, item in the menu where it where it had now unlocked. What I did was I unlocked I unlocked boss rush mode. That's cool. But there's other things to unlock. I think this game has co-op. Oh. I just have to figure it out how to unlock it. But this game with 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 as much area as I covered, as much many hours as I played, mm-hmm. I've only covered 55% of the map. That's good. Um, not even 50% of the enemies have I even seen. Mm. So it's a, it's kind of a weird thing where I could just, 
I, I did not expect to find the boss last night. I, I was just so in a sense I can say, hey, I finished the game. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it, it, you know what? I never once, to my credit, I, I never once this weekend actually looked to see if you were playing something when you were like I, you know, I was playing NBA 2K pretty much. What do you all mean weekend. to your credit? Like he I wasn't mean, checking. Up like I wasn't like yeah, going that? there. I was just like sometimes he will. I just like, figured we were I was playing like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and we were. I just figured just you were checking up on. Me. I was like, I figured you were just uh, you know, watching Stranger Things or something, right? You know, yeah. and I was just like because I kept seeing you pop up, you know, like hey, you know, your name on Xbox Live. I started, dying. and then and then like all of a sudden now you're like oh. You got it on there. I'm like, well, that makes sense now. Okay, that's why I kept seeing him on there all weekend. Well, I started diving into it hard um, the past three days. Now, see, when I see your name pop out up on Xbox, I pause everything I do and stare to see what is about to happen here. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I have to give it a score. Yeah, yeah. But I want to be fair here. People demand it. Um. There's a couple of things wrong, even on the Xbox version. Oh, um, sometimes the it's it's a beautiful game. Um, the Xbox version is in 4K. It's 60 frames because it's got nine billion teraflops. Absolutely, band. but sometimes the color looks a little washed out. Was was it all yellow? No, I just mean it was like uh, I don't really know what that means. It was all yellow. No, the sequel yesterday Bob we'll get Dylan rid of uh, we'll Coldplay, Cold right? The sequel of yesterday will get rid of the Radiohead, and all of a sudden there won't be Coldplay, right? You got, you got nothing, John. You know, no clue who Coldplay is. It's not Coldplay, isn't it? That uh, Imagine Dragons wannabe band. Okay, that's for, funny. First off, <laughs> come on, that was funny. So. <clears throat> Um, there's a certain game, there's a kind of a game breaking bug in this and it's happened to me Uh-oh. three times. Even could, on the Xbox? Even on, well, I haven't, I didn't have it on the switch. Oh. Uh, I go to the menu screen and it shows, um, Miriam's character without a head. Oh, wow. And so you can, you can manipulate the menus, but if you try to back out of the menu, it just, the save thing spins forever. Oh, you sucks. just have to, you have to stop the game. Hmm. Um, that's annoying AF. Yeah. That's happened to me. That happened to me three or four times. Hmm. So that's really the only um, fundamental issues with what is a cleaner, crisper, more responsive game. I will say for the game overall, both Switch and Xbox, all versions, the map is a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. It's just really just um, shame when you when you pause to the map screen, you're not immediately centered on where you are. You have to hit a button to center your, so you can figure out where the heck is you there, are in this long map. Is there an easy way to no. see yourself on there? No, that's oh, the problem. Wow. That's why I'm saying this map okay. is crap. <laughs> now, one no, of the no, things I know you said there was a center <laughs> thing, but I'm like, even like if you start scrolling left or right, would you quickly? But oh, there I am. You no. know, no, okay. no. Yeah, he's saying it's yeah. crap. Yeah. So um, the 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 developers have promised to work on the map, improve it, make it more. Um, how does the map come out not good? Time. I don't know. It's one of those things Just, where I'm sure if you're them, you're going like, look, <clears throat> if people love this game, they're not going to care about the map. It's a Metroid like, it's game. Be, you need to know where you stand. Yeah. How did Todd Howard am put I, out am I right? Fallout 76, right? Maps are a huge In part the Metro, of the Metroid Ma- sure, sure. Game. Yes. Yeah, game. I agree. They okay, Ori comes out, no map. 
Oh, it's fine. It's, don't worry. Microsoft made it. It's fine. It, it, they matter. It'd a be lot. a. It would be a thing that I hit it against. Yes, for sure. Exactly. And I'm not saying you should. I'm saying would it make people revolt? That's that's probably revolt. what they're revolt. Now, if on the other hand, I, like for instance, people are revolting on Switch because the frame <clears throat> rate is terrible, right? For more, I don't think that. the map, regardless, is probably like way down on the list of things Maybe, that they're but the map is crap yeah and yeah. it's a serious oh, no, it's no, a no. serious detriment to the gameplay to be honest with you yeah you can't set waypoints oh well, you have to fair. you have to you have to hit a button to figure out where the heck you are there's uh, it, there's no areas that are labeled yeah unless you go unless you go to the fast travel room then you can go to different the different green icons to see where what location you're you're going to go to yeah otherwise you don't really remember it Okay. So you don't really have a good bearing of where you are on this map. Same. It just needs a lot of work. And they said they're going to improve it. Well, we'll, so we'll see, see, huh? We'll see. Definitely see. Well, you said what? The first patch is coming when? Uh, the first patch. Well, see, after the Switch complaints, the development team said that they were focusing all their efforts on improving the Switch version. So Makes I don't sense. know about the map. I don't know when they're going to fix the map. Regardless... Uh, July 15th is the date that they're supposed to release their first patch for the Switch version, which is going to include it's, it's going to include some faster load times, mm. response time for the controls, the f- fix the input lag and fix the frame rate or okay. or at least begin the process of getting that cleaned up. They haven't really talked a lot about whether they are cleaning up the graphics or not. Um, I hope they yeah. do. Um, it's not a game it's not a deal breaker per se. It's just really disappointing it, because I know I, I look, I, I, I posted it on uh, discord and said, I'm going to have a lot to say about this. And I think it was, I think it was, um, Punkhead. Yeah. Yeah. I think he trolled me a little bit and said, well, you know, the switch is the inferior version. I know that. Punk <laughs> that, head. that, that I know that that's anecdotal. Yeah, well, he's okay. probably just being direct and honest, but you know, it, it, with a game like this, it should run just fine on the Switch. And it should look it should look right. beautiful. And it yeah. doesn't look beautiful. Right. It's like, yeah, you might not be able to do 1080p with this, but you should be able to at least pull No, you should. I just feel like they took the I mean, 3 I, I feel like they took the 3DS version or the PlayStation Vita version that were working on and stuffed it in the Switch. And stuffed it in the Switch. <laughs> that might I be really what it do. Is. It might be the architecture from when they were originally working on Wii U to how different it is on Switch and maybe they, you know, they're not a huge studio, right? So no. maybe it just caused issue with whatever they built. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Chris. So <clears throat> development is hard, man. Development is hard. Development be hard, yo. But if, that said, if you're you on the in the, if yeah. you're on the fence about this game, I can tell you if you want it on the Switch, you need to wait a while. Wait, wait you need to July wait. 15th. You need wait to wait at least July 16th. Mm-hmm. to read the headlines to see if these things are actually fixing the problem. And I hate to say that, but that's just that's just the reality. Is that the yeah. facts, John? That's the facts. Just the facts. And so for the Xbox One, consider it PS4, PC, whatever you want, I'd say this game is an 8.5. Okay. On the Switch, this game is a 5.5. Jeez. Ooh. It's just not very good. It's not very fun to play and get owned yeah, yeah. because your input lag is keeping you down. I mean, once I went to the Xbox, I had no trouble with these bosses. Mm. No. Well, you know, you part of me, part of me wishes you would have just played it on the Switch, just so we could have got a five point five out of John. Yeah, <laughs> just a bash. Hey, we'll take day. it. 
Yeah. Well, uh, so I so think there you go. I think uh, you know I got I have it on the Switch digitally. Mm-hmm. It's mine to own. Hopefully it'll be it'll be improved so it'll be a title that if it's fixed on the Switch I'll happily go back to because it's a great game. Yeah. I mean I I'm poop having game. a blast with this game. No, I really am. Doctor Mario. It's phenomenal. It's a poop game. Yeah, but the, he could poop while he does this. He'd be like, "I'm just kidding, Chris. Poop, I just poop, wanted to poop, say something poop, about Doctor Mario." Poop, 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 and then and then you're like, "Oh, I'm done pooping. Time to put this down. Go back with life. I'll see you next time, Bloodstain." Ooh, Ooh I, mean, I don't know if I'd say that while I was yeah, doing no. <laughs> We let him out of the house, don't we? Yes. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know? Uh, I don't know. There was something that popped in my head, by the way, that has nothing to do with this. When he said July 15th. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's his birthday. As you all know, I believe, what is it, July 19th uh-huh. is the 50th anniversary of us landing on the moon. Who, uh, who, who's us, Chris? America. That, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw this and it made me very happy. Are we going happy. to the moon for the show? Made me very happy. Do you still have your HBO right now? Yeah. Do you still have HBO access? I never did. Oh, well, you know. Thought you had access to it though, right? Oh, I guess yeah. I can log yeah. into my parents' thing for, but I'm not a for the 50th IQ anniversary. Uh, HBO has gone back and remastered, and on the 15th they were re-releasing from the Earth to the Moon. Which what, what is that? It is the complete is the story of it was made by Tom Hanks and Ron uh, Howard. Is it kind of like the broadcast mixed in and everything? Yeah, is the step from is a miniseries from how they went from. From the Earth. To we the moon. choose to go to the moon not because it's easy, but because it's hard. And, and it's That's like a good Kennedy. It has a lot of people like Brian Cranston plays Name Buzz, drop. Uh, <laughs> plays Buzz Aldrin, and this is before really, I think, right before Malcolm in the Middle and all that. So he wasn't huge yet. Uh, John Saltry from Mad Men is on there for an Don't episode. Know John Saltry. You'd recognize he Tony Stark's dad. Oh, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. John Saltry like, is 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 probably one of the most complete like documentary series I've ever seen because it, it literally covers NASA Apollo program. We were talking about bloodstain, right? Yeah, How did yeah. we get there? Because I said, I said, you're done. And, and I said, okay, he Hey, said you said this, you said the patch is coming out July 15th. I was like, this just hit my mind again. You know what else is coming out July 15th? What? From earth to the moon. That's what he, yes, that's what he yes. was doing. Tell okay. me. I was saying, yeah, okay, I, was, yeah. I got you. All right. yeah, I said, yeah. But I'm just saying people out there, I've, I've, I've been wanting to rewatch this forever. <laughs> Uh, and the fact that it's coming back and it's been remastered to HD. You're excited? I Yeah, this is, with Band of Brothers and Chernobyl, this is like, to me, like, Oh, so you're trying, now you're reeling me in. Yes, yes. I'm, that was a hook, line, and pull on that one, son. <laughs> and you would like it because you like space. I love, who doesn't? In America, Who doesn't love space? Like It's like it's almost like we're like attuned to like, the spaceness of space. But yeah. Huh? But anyways, do you, um, do you ever feel like that around the ocean too? Space. John hates the ocean. Uh, do you guys want to uh, pivot to some news? Sure, man. Let's let's do that. John, that, you have to say it too. Yes. Okay. Now we got it recorded. It's official. Yeah. Hey, I'm Chris Wilson, and I'm Dylan Gregory, and we host Backstage Gaming, a weekly podcast about video games and storytelling. We both play pretend professionally, sometimes on stage with other people, and sometimes alone in a soundproof room. So join us every Monday while we talk about games, acting, and how a story comes together. Backstage Gaming, dramatic takes on your favorite games, part of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. 
Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. Good See, job. Good job. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah now I'm used to because you know we, with this new board. Yes. Yes. Um, we're able to listen to the backdrop and and for a while I've been struggling when it says news because that's our cue right to say news. That's but, true. But I did it. All right. Who's doing what, John? I feel like I should do this first. You're not doing nothing. Show your face. Red Day Redemption 2. I should say it because John doesn't want to speak of this game. Is that fine? He's waiting for this version of the game. After I typed it, I had to wash my hands. All right, so I got this. You ready? Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 for PC. (laughs) That was great, right? A lot of energy. I really brought it, didn't I? A plus. We have seen reference to a PC version of Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, has been found located in the source code for Rockstar Social Club. See, John, a source code is. Rockstar Social Club is. <laughs> I, I've got that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the code was discovered by Twitter user Jaco Mako 51. That's pretty, that's pretty tight. Or is it Jacko? Jacko Mako, Jaco Mako. I don't know. Potato, potato. The source code contains the phrase, quote, RDR2 underscore PC underscore accomplishments. Mm-hmm. End quote. Could this be the hint that finally confirms what PC fans, not named Chris because he's not really a PC player, have long wanted? I will come out this table. I'm coming out. I mean, I'm played. I'm playing a PC game right now. What are you playing right now? My friend Pedro got on Steam. Why? Because I didn't want to get on Switch. Why? Because I wanted to play it in 4K. Why? Because it's a pretty game. This could keep going, John. You yeah. Know, if I was like a seven-year-old. Yeah. So what do you guys um, think? I, I don't. I think. I think this game is pretty desperate for sales. Like it didn't I quite. Did it didn't quite pass Black Ops the way it planned. So yeah. I it's kind of like Avengers Endgame re-releasing. Yeah. You know? Three, uh, which we know Chris was a fan of. Yeah. Three. GTA Three came out and eventually was ported to PC. I think just because, and the same with San Andreas, but really with GTA 5, that was the first time that they really, really invested because mainly of GTA Online to going to PC. So I would expect this is going to be the new norm uh, going forward. Thanks, Professor Chris. You know, is uh, they're always going to go out there and they'll release always first on console, <clears throat> probably take about a year off, and then come back the next year after that and you'll get... <clears throat> a really nice super upgraded PC version, which is that is the one thing I can say Rockstar has done. Like when GTA five came out, it wasn't just yeah, like, no. here's a port. It was yeah. like, no, no first person modes in here. Uh, now you can play this with, you know, a whole entire film mode in here. So yeah, it's, it's it, legit. Yeah. They experiment around with these PC releases and use the full power of what's available. But I mean, when Google Stadia rules the world, there's not going to be any of that nonsense. You just talk. So uh-huh. It is what it is. Google just, Stadia. But I thought Keanu was ruling the world. Google Lamia. Right now, he kind of is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Cyberpunk 2077, the movie. <gasps> what? That would be dope, right? Keanu Reeves' involvement in the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 has made the possibility of a movie, quote, much more of a possibility, end quote. It's a little redundant. Yes. According to Mike Pondsmith. Great name. Franchise director. I mean, it's all right. Quote, I can't really say anything on movie rights, but with Keanu Reeves being t- Keanu Reeves being tied up in things, 
<laughs> it's become much more of a possibility. How many times can I say possibility in this new segment? I don't know. Well, His vision for this film would be a more action-packed version of Blade Runner. Because mm. we all know Blade Runner is boring. Stark on ice, right? Shut your mouth. <clears throat> uh, I want to say Cyberpunk 2077 is an anime originally. I think that's where it's adapted from. I do not quote me on that. It was a book. You it, just quoted maybe your, it is. Maybe it is. And that's the thing about yeah, cyberpunk, so, the, the genre cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, it only really works in printed form. Mm. It, it. I mean, that's obviously, why people obviously this Brian. looks obviously this looks great. It also um, worked well for uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> and that movie was that movie was amazing. <laughs> it, like when they when they hit the main city, you're like, "What's up, Blade Runner?" Okay. Dude, that city. I mean, <laughs> that look, that movie was great. Yes. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm just saying. Well, let's hope it happens. Starring Const- Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Who knows if he'll be old enough or young enough to, to still play that. But He's 50 years old. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's he 50. was great on 21 Jump Street. Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I really love Johnny Depp in, uh, in what you call The it? Matrix, right? Fantastic. <laughs> I was going to go Wild Stallion. That works, Bill too. and Ted. That works. <laughs> hey, did you know that Weekly Games Chat said that there's going to be a Bill and Ted 3 that's starting? I, I, I knew that. I think it's filming. Yes. I've seen footage. I've seen yeah. photos of it filming. That shows Weekly, weekly Games Chat. What's his name? Guys. Alex Winter. Uh, someone caught a Name picture. drop. He, well, that's terrible. Okay, Bill, if that's <laughs> what you want. Uh, someone caught a picture of him wearing the Wild Stallion shirt on uh, set. Now, I think a, he might be directing it, too. That'd be a tight shirt to get, right? Yes. We should do that. Yes. Because we are wild sailing. Yeah. Hey, it's Sony's fault, by the way. Mm. Not for that Bill and Ted talk we just did. Ouch. Um, but according to Konami, it was Sony's decision to pull Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 um, from July's PS Plus lineup. In a statement to Eurogamer, Konami stated, quote, this decision was made by SIE. And so please make it an inquiry to SIE. Mm. End quote. According to Sony... Their quote is this. This was a decision we decided to make as a company, and we apologize for any inconvenience. That was their quote. <laughs> the theory is that the change may have come due to Sony's marketing deal, FIFA, or with uh-huh. FIFA, with PS4 branding being applied to the end of FIFA 2020 trailers. The actual reasoning remains a mystery. Huh? Either way, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. I, I would imagine most people that are interested in PES probably already own it. But if you're someone who, I was I would have downloaded it. If you're someone who were like, I I just can't bring myself to pay sixty dollars for something from Quantic Dream, uh, you know, because it's such a story based thing, well then you won. You know? Yeah. Here you go. Detroit become human for free. Go get it. It's all game. You win. John, you'd actually probably like that game of all I these am story almost ones. certain I would hate this game. Why? But uh, I think as a bonus, when you if you get this game, you, you actually the benefit of this game is you actually also get a uh, free copy of. Um, is it Heavy Rain or heavy Beyond rain. Good? Heavy Rain. Okay. Beyond Two Souls in certain countries yeah. mm-hmm. because for some reason they won't sell it a Heavy Rain in certain countries. Well, then everyone should do it because Heavy Rain, regardless of its flaws, probably and I'm sure that's a game like over time. If you went back and played it now. Gameplay wise, you might be like, "Oh, that's a little rough." Mm. It's still worth playing mm. at least once, just to just to see some of the things they put in that game. I know one year, it was last year, or the year before, PES was actually critically 
more yes. lauded than FIFA was. It's always been the, uh, I mean, it, it's always been, you know, the redhead stepchild, but at the same time, unlike something like how NBA live is compared to NBA 2k where NBA live is kind of per- perceived as a joke and it kind of is PES has usually always done well, mm-hmm. you know? It's a different type of game from what I've read than how FIFA plays. FIFA might not be so much of hardcore simulation, but they are very hardcore on that. So, but of course, the I think the thing that sucks for fans of soccer and Sean, you probably know about this, is that there a lot of exclusivity deals have been signed uh, between different leagues and all that, so you don't get as much selection as you get in FIFA. You know, I. Like yes. they have, they have some exclusive league on PES, and there are certain things that they are missing out on that they don't. I think like I can't remember league. if it was the English Premier League mm-hmm. only, or there was. You're right, there was an exclusive thing. I think that drew me to getting PES one year. Yeah, that's but, what I thought. But it was just and you it, didn't like it, right? Because it, it was so different than yeah, FIFA, yeah. and I was I was kind of like a FIFA guy, but um, <laughs> he's got that tattooed on his uh, yeah. his chest. FIFA guy. FIFA guy. It's not Horizon Zero and Dawn it, guy. And it points to my Richard. Huh? <laughs> There's my FIFA. Well, Richards are, are a lot like lightsabers. How did we not talk about the fact we won the World Cup, by I the was way? Gonna, I was thinking of a way to bring that up. I didn't yeah. want to do it in our in our talk because I ran it. Yes. But yeah, the United States women's national team rules. We sip tea and we don't care. Right. I mean, John hates them. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> but I love them. I love everything about them. And I'm, I was very excited they won. I jumped up and down. Oh, and then I watched the men reach the gold cup against Mexico in the United States in Chicago, yeah. where it was a Mexican home crowd. Yeah. In Chicago. Tells you how much they love soccer. Right. Compared to us. The team makes the final of a tournament in Chicago, and there's 90% Mexican fans versus the, uh, 10% Americans. Who's the kid that uh, they're all talking about as our savior? Uh, Christian Pulisic. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Seems very good. He is. I, I have to tell you, I was I was crying. You know, like I was like, she hit her, you know, up here when, you know, when the penalty kick showed up. Yeah. I was like, how is that not flag? Right. Better was. go to the booth. Where's coaches down? They are, yo. <laughs> it happened. And then, and then they did like, they, we don't have coaches challenge. We got yeah. booth review. I was like, booth review. And they were like, let's go to the system. I was like, what, what system? Call, what system? What? <laughs> that was just booth review. Yeah. It, 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 it's the, our country. Backs up. The, I don't know if it's because they win. I don't know if it's because of their personalities. I don't know what it is, but our country seems to gravitate more towards the women's team versus the men's team because well, they're successful and they're yeah. And they went over to France and they did what they went to do, yeah. um, and it was fantastic. And if you want to, you can see my tweet mm-hmm. of my freshly shaved head and the girls behind me winning. That was the big thing I, I took away from it. <laughs> I looked at Sean posted picture. I was like, Sean shaved his head. <laughs> Um, there were some big things taken from Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, oh yeah. After the E3 Much thing. more important than soccer. Ouch. After receiving That's anecdotal feedback, pivot time, brah! After receiving Two feedback things. during E3, Respawn Entertainment has changed the design of the lightsaber wielded by protagonist Cal Kestis. The traditional what blue light the traditional blue lightsaber has a white core while the design for the game kept the blue hue throughout. According to Stig Asmussen, the game's director, it was not the intention of the team to redesign the lightsaber, but it was simply a mistake. Quote, we made a mistake on that one, and since then we fixed it. That was very fair feedback, very fair criticism, and we've tweaked that. We've also tweaked the shape of the lightsaber blade a little bit as well, too. You can see the difference right away. Oh, boy. 
obviously the game features a human hero because Respawn was concerned mm-hmm. that an alien protagonist would alienate players. Huh. And we actually, actually, we actually touched on this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. According to Asmussen, quote, we wanted to make sure that there was a real human connection to the character that we have in the game. Although I personally, I mean, that's more kind of like a broader decision why we did it. <laughs> Talk about blaming EA. Personally, I think it would be really cool to have an alien protagonist. I don't, think, quote. It, I don't think it's just oh. EA on that. I think it's also Disney. Disney's like, nah, we got to have, you know. You know who could work? It's not a human. Guy. And like an Ahsoka Tano could yeah. work. That's what we were saying a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, no, no. But just in case, you know, it, other people didn't listen, John. Yeah. And, and honestly, like when I hear that, I'm like. See, here it, I am you, trying to relate to you and you keep putting me down. I don't well, know why well, you do that. do that, though. Uh, if you do a great job with your characters, it doesn't matter if they're aliens or humans. People will will relate to them. That's not what you really think. You're just no. saying that for public Mass Effect. Mass Effect Two. Every character in there, I I, I do not care about outside of my Shepard, right? That I'm playing it because that's me, right? I'm building that to be me. But all the characters I meet in that game, the ones who I care about the most, they're all aliens. You know. Uh, Versus, well, aren't maybe, you enlightened? Well, outside outside of the uh, the women, but that was because I had romancing things to do. Uh, but you know, I don't care about the lightsaber thing too. But that I, I guess that's cool that you know they're that committed, right? Um, yeah, I would never would have said, um, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to have a little bit a little more white in the middle of that lightsaber. That's, yeah, look. that's like the people. Actually, the quote, the cloaks that they wore in Lord of the Rings had a different shade of green than the one as presented on the Peter Jackson film. And it was like 20% rayon. If you yeah, really yeah. look closely at the fibers. Yeah, that level of depth. I'm like, I don't care, man. <laughs> it's all perception. <gasps> you know, sometimes people struggle with perception. Do companies? Know. And I know sometimes. I do. I really do. Right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, video game publishers and Things to do with video games have perception problems. You don't say. Uh, Does anyone come to mind? Uh, I'm going to go with EA. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> EA's vice president of strategic growth has revealed how he struggles with a public perception that EA is, quote, just a bunch of bad guys, end quote. He hopes that EA Originals, which is the publisher's label for indie games, will help reconnect with new talent. According to Matt Bilby, <laughs> His quote, 25, Bilby, Bilbo, yeah. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> you should never. Um, 20. <laughs> <laughs> Pause this. You shall not. <laughs> 25 years at EA, and I still struggle with the external perception that we're just a bunch of bad guys. We love making and playing games and making other things. Unfortunately, <laughs> when we make mistakes on games, the world knows about it because it's a size of its size and scale. Mm. EA Originals is our opportunity to connect with that talent and those smaller ideas. Mm. Um, so specifically, this was an interview kind of about um, what's yeah, that yeah. game called that you're no longer going to play? Sea of Solitude. Sea of Solitude. Yeah. Uh, and look, I give them credit. Like it is nice that they reach out, and you know, we played a way out last That's year. Funny. <clears throat> That's funny, but yeah, we like that they go out there and they they reach out to these smaller developers and say, "Look, we're a major publishing arm. We'll, we'll publish your game for you, and you know, uh, give it an opportunity to maybe have amount of money behind it it wouldn't otherwise, right? Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, like 
the perception they have is just more so. And I think the sad part is that EA used to be something that was seen as a very creative company in the early to mid nineties. And over time it became more of this corporate synergy, like just we acquire things after they're successful and then we just pump them out and we don't really develop and build our studios the way that, you know, like people, once people buy out or you get bought out by EA, it feels like a lot of the teams leave and they go off and they form their own studios and you're left with these shells of companies that of what they were previously. And then they fall apart and things like, you know, dead space all of a sudden gets shelved or, you know, even right now, you know, someone who loves Bioware, I, I keep worrying. I'm like, how much longer do they have before someone says, uh, no more, but you know, Hopefully, hopefully at some point they can get together and, and maybe get a true vision, you know, and, and make something unique that's just theirs again. Well, one of the things, one of the things that's just eternally centered alongside EA, and we talk about perception, the idea of loot boxes mm-hmm. is thought of with EA. Yeah. Almost universally, you think of loot boxes, you think of EA. And that's unfortunate because, you know, it's a standard practice across the industry. Yeah. And, you know, EA has been pushed out front as that villain, that that picture of what these loot boxes stand for. Mm-hmm. But to me, what loot boxes stand for is parent your children and mm-hmm. leave loot boxes alone. I just had to get that out. You know, I actually watched a thing recently, though, speaking of loot boxes, and it made me think of it in a different <laughs> perceptive. Chris, we can't talk about that on air. Uh, no, like where people who have, uh, I, I understood afterwards, like people have a gambling problem. I totally understand it. Like, or they have just an addiction in general problem, right? Like it's basically you go from, imagine someone has a drug act, right? And they've been needing this drug forever and they finally get clean. Right. And they go to this place of trying to play games maybe as a way of escapism. And all of a sudden you put something that is a one more, just open one more pack, you know, type thing. It, it hits back to addiction. And like, I listened to a lot of testimonials from people saying basically how this affects them, especially gambling addiction, because Um, they're like, you know, they're saying like, look, I go to a casino and I will blow all my money and I will not care. And it takes years to get over that and a lot of control. And then you go and you play something like Call of Duty and you think you're past all that. And all of a sudden, here's all these packs that, you know, boxes you can get for random loot. And they just go like people don't understand that you don't. It's not that you're like you lack control or where or that you just don't have discipline. It's like literally, no, you have a mechanic or a a thing going on in your brain that just, it feeds that addiction. Like this gives you comfort right now. So you just keep going and going. And that is your new vice. That's your new thing that you keep pouring money into until one day someone like maybe, you know, your wife or whatever looks at your credit card bill and goes, Jesus, what happened? Right. You know, um, it, it gave me a very different perspective of it as far as that going on. I understand. I can see like, that. Yeah. I can see that perspective. But do we yeah. need to? Do we need to eliminate a business pra- practice to protect two percent of the population, as mm. opposed to the rest of them who know that who know how to control themselves and know that they're taking the risk Maybe and not. know that 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 risk might not pay off, but they're healthy. Otherwise, 
human beings. Well, maybe not, but the question is like more so, do you want an industry that is basically acting like this is the only way you can make money when in turn it's like, but that's not true because you guys do generate a lot of money. It's like maybe there needs to be a focus of how to do it better. Right, like where you don't have to do that. Well, if we, if I mean, I, yeah. I get, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. If we all really believe that, we'd stop buying loot boxes. Yeah, for sure. And the industry and, speaks, and, and we and we support loot boxes. This is a guy who buys NBA 2K every year, yeah. sixty dollar game, and then promptly, you know, does what I have to to get my character to like level seventy five. What does that mean, Chris? Basically, your character in NBA 2K <laughs> no, when you start. What do you buy, Chris? I buy VC. Right. And like that is the same thing in a way, right. you know, as as a loot box in a way. It, it's it's basically. Here, pay us to get further along now. And, you know, I'm lucky that that isn't something I consistently need to buy. Like, it's a one-time buy, and then it's done from there on out because I just don't need any more uh, after that. But for people who play especially Madden, uh, FIFA, or my team in NBA 2K, it is a continual thing because every single week there's more exclusive cards that are only out for a limited time and you have to go buy a random pack which is basically a loot box to see that you can get this thing right now and you know they've been very honest and there's been presentations done at conferences where marketing people very much are come out and say like look your goal is to get whales like that that's the goal is to get someone who will come in and will give you you know two hundred thousand percent more than the average person in terms of purchases. No, the life goal of a marketing person yeah. is to convince you of you need something that you don't need. Exactly. But you I'm know. saying for these, when it comes to these things, and I think the misperception is that it's just rich people who do, who do it. I was like, that was kind of more. Never been. I think like, no, that's been the idea in a lot of people's heads is that the whales are just rich, entitled people who are just paying for things out of, you know, well, I have endless amounts of money who mm. cares what i throw at it and it's like no there is another side to this there are people who are affected by this um and unfortunately you know they don't have much of a voice because i mean how would you no right? I, yeah. the, the power of loot boxes is it's a, it's stimulating yeah uh, I, I i bought assassin's creed odyssey with haha uh, <laughs> assassin's creed odyssey with the season pass and a few weeks ago i spent 30 bucks on skins because i yeah. wanted i wanted uh, my character to have a flaming head with no pupils i got that one too yeah. yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. awesome. The horse too. Yeah, I got the horse. <laughs> yeah. You should play that game. Yes, I don't want to play that game. You know what you should also play? Because it's getting a TV show. Is this me? Yeah, yeah. that's you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know you. Cuphead is. You guys just talked for thirty minutes and you forgot the rotation. It was twenty-five minutes. Cuphead <laughs> gets a TV show. Um, Cuphead is coming to Netflix. The series will be entitled The Cuphead Show. This is going to be so stupid. Like the game, the show will feature 1930s-style animation. Vaudeville. It will also be hand-drawn, <gasps> though not entirely to paper. The animation will be done by Netflix's own in-house animation studio. Mm. Cuphead co-creator Chad Moldenhauer told IGN, quote, We are not going to be animating this ourselves because it would never be finished. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. The idea will be still will still be that every frame is hand-drawn. It's going to be hand-drawn, but digitally. Tradigital. That's funny. End quote. That's kind of what uh, See, South Park does. But seeing as you... Uh, did you ever play any of it? No. Seeing as you played the game, what's the direction you can see for this? Uh, for well, this I mean, you just take Cuphead <clears throat> and uh, Mugboy. I think that's his name. Uh, his sidekick. And you Mugman. just... Is it Mugman? Yeah, yeah it's something so. like that. Uh, and you just go from there and just have them go on journeys and 
you know, kind of like this Sin City type way and like they get in the predicaments and they get out. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a show you'll do. It's I don't know if it's like, yeah, that's the idea is that the cup uh, Cuphead and Mug uh, Man like make a deal with the devil type thing and they're trying to buy their souls back. That's in the game. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So you could do that and it would work for whether it's just a mini series. I don't know. Or if it does well, then what if it's what if it's like Castlevania has nothing to do with anything? Could be that too. Castlevania has everything to do with everything. Yeah, it's terrible. The the I anime still need to watch the second Netflix. part. The game itself. Oh, overrated garbage. Stab you in <laughs> the kidding. throat. And then the police um, came. So if you're still playing Marvel Spider Man, <gasps> which I've got, I, some, I dabbled in it a couple weeks ago. Myself. I've got some great news for you. You know, if the if the hype around the movies got you going, oh, mm, play that Spider Man game on PlayStation. These. I'm excited about um, these. new suits are available. The two new suits for Spider-Man Far From Home have been released as playable suits for Marvel's <gasps> Spider-Man on PS4. Great looking yes. suits. It is currently a um, free DLC pack. That means no money spent. Um, you can boot up the game and update to patch 1.16. And Sean. What? Everyone, we love a good patch. We do love a good mm-hmm. patch, yeah. Um, officially, every MCU suit is now available in the game, as well as Sam Raimi's suit and the Spider-Verse suit. I wonder if it's going to enough have, about uh, the suits. I wonder if it'll have its own unique power too. I don't know. I haven't seen the it movie. It does. Yeah. They um, like, they all have their own. Unique it should power. have from what I gather, right? Mm-hmm. The far from home suit picks up from where the end game suit left off with the arms and stuff coming out. No. no question. No. While we're on this, you know how the trailer had him in the diner in mm-hmm. his mech suit. Standing yeah, with, with a bunch cops. of cops. Is that in the movie? No, that's, that's not. what I thought. I was like, because I went to the restroom that, at one point. Two movies this month Twice. I've seen, like, have in the past month have had this scene, like now where obviously this was a little bit smaller than the other one. The other mm. one was in yesterday where they completely cut a character out of yeah. the film. Uh, but yeah, that that kind of sucked. I was like, oh, I guess they didn't have time to joke around with cops. Sean, do you have a favorite Spider-Man costume for Marvel Spider-Man? <laughs> Um, probably just the one for the game with the white trim, the classic, mm. the, the one for the game that they show on the box art. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I think it's because of the pop of the white color. It's do a you, cool suit. Chris, yeah. do you think it's okay f- to spoil the suits at this point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The later ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite one is the one where it's a cell shaded, like homage to the actual comics and in the animated series. You know what I'm talking about? That's my favorite. Like it literally, that is a, I've seen that suit. That's a dope suit. Yeah. It was really funny. It, it's, it's the it one. Just, it doesn't fit with the rest of the world. Yeah, it's so it, great, though. But it's so beautiful, yeah. and especially when you use the uh, photo mode. That's my favorite one, too. Yes. All right. Miyamoto. Who? Talks we, online. We would like to play. So, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's messed up. What? Couldn't even get his name right. Me, of all people. Yeah. Shigeru, Shigeru Miyamoto that, has contested. That's the guy. I mean, that's the guy. I'm just going to read this and let Chris go. No, this is don't. This better not turn into that thing. <laughs> it's not. It, has contested that Nintendo has fallen behind on technology such as online networks and virtual reality. He's popping his knuckles. Quote: This, is, we this have, is my last time on the show, guys, because me and Chris have, are about to go at it. We have not fallen behind with either VR or network services. We worked on them from the very beginning and have been experimenting with them in a variety of ways. In that time, we have objectively evaluated whether they actually follow our consumers. Allow. Chris. Correct. Allow our consumers to Don't have you? an enjoyable play experience and whether we can operate them at an appropriate cost. 
Because we don't publicize this until we release a product, it may look like we're falling behind, end quote. Regarding cloud gaming, Miyamoto stated, quote, I think that cloud gaming will become more widespread in the future, but I have no doubt that there will continue to be games that are fun because they are running locally and not on the cloud, cloud. end quote. Let me, cloud. Let me ask everyone here, can uh, did I miss the update where I can start a party in my Switch and... Uh, talk with all my friends regardless with what game they're playing without having to go to discord because guess what if you can't do that you're behind everyone else that i don't care so uh the pc is behind everyone else then pc no i can do that okay now pc isn't a brand pc is a pc is a look pc is a personal computer it's a platform that people play on Mm -hmm. and they go to the same places you just said that you go for your nintendo switch but it's also on my pc to me in this article the biggest thing he said mm. is because we don't publicize until we release a product it may look like we're falling behind but they have the people the people at nintendo man we can sit in here and argue all day about and i'm one of those who say the current model that they're doing for online sucks they've come a long way from where they were yes i think they're bending some to what the consumer <clears throat> wants but i also know that like like he, like the article says it's got to it's got to make sense to them as a company from an appropriate cost level um from everything from making sure that the player has the best experience they can on their games mm-hmm. and if it doesn't Nintendo doesn't usually budge yeah they're it's their detriment well to yeah, me I mean it could in some cases it's a detriment you're absolutely right but to I mean, me like, even here there was a Mario Maker came out and it had online problems that's a major game for them you know, that is not huge. It's a 2.8 or no, I'm sorry. It was a 6.8 gig game. That's not a huge game. Like remind that, me of the major problem. Uh, there's a lot of lag issues on the online, on the online co-op, yeah. co-op, it, co-op. It, it just didn't, it didn't run smoothly. I don't, yeah. I don't know if there's been an update to fix it. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't tried to play online to speak on it. We just spoke on it because we, we knew it was a problem. Yes. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not trying to say they're terrible. I, I agree with you, Sean. They've gotten better. Mm-hmm. But when he when he says we're not falling behind, like, but you have, like, you're trying to catch up. That's cool. You're trying well, to catch up. But you are, it, I, you know, VR. That's a little bit different. I don't. I'll trust them on that because to be fair, Microsoft doesn't have a well, VR they were, product out. They were the first know. working on VR. Yeah, back in and 1994, it, and it blew up in their face. <laughs> well, the. Um- <laughs> And I'll give you an update on their, their current VR with Nintendo Labo VR because I'm building that with Tenley. But network services, they are, at least right now, they are behind. Yeah, they're number yeah. three out of three, for yeah, sure. There's no question. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. There, there's a, there's some, there's some. But that's a, that's part of communication. <laughs> when you play Mario Kart One of these days. online or Splatoon online, mm-hmm. the, the network itself is fine. The online sure. network for playing and competing is fine. Yes, it's it's on par of what was on Xbox 360. I'll give you a no the no when you're playing in an eight man race and and the the stability of the network is fantastic. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, the, the phrase you speak now. The, sorry, the phrase <laughs> falling behind denotes a deliberateness. Sure, as if to say, you know. Nintendo, you, you hear the phrase Nintendo marches to the beat of its own drum. Yes. Falling behind denotes the idea that we're ignorant to the trends of what's going on in the gaming community. Mm-hmm. And I think it's clear that Nintendo is not ignorant to the gaming trends that their competitors adopt. So I think what Miyamoto means with falling behind is 
he knows what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. We're just choosing not to really adopt it in the same way. You would call it this service is not as good. That's fair enough. But it's yeah. not technically the idea of falling behind. Falling behind means that you're putting all your resources resources into doing something as best you can, and it's not really cutting it. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I just don't think that's what the case is here. There's always a lost in translation thing with these types of yeah. things. I think Miyamoto I, is talking about we're doing the things we want to do for the system we have. It's is PR it, it's, speak. It's, <laughs> that's what this is. I'm going to give you a T-shirt that says PR speak on. Yes, it, I mean, but it is. It's it's him trying to say, <laughs> how do I say this without having a negative in here? And, and there's a lot of that. Like even when he's talking about cloud gaming there it's like it's obvious they're behind because we haven't heard a peep anywhere you know there's things that leak all the time with nintendo just like there are with xbox and sony it's just part of the industry right but you're not hearing anything about them in cloud gaming right now now maybe maybe tomorrow they come out and they're they're the ones who announce a partnership yeah, I, I with uh, microsoft whenever whenever nintendo would say over the past decade we're mm. not competing with microsoft and sony everyone in the industry would call bs on that when in fact recently, it mm. was deemed through a statement through PS through, through PlayStation. Recently, they said we don't consider Nintendo our competitor. Sure, and everybody just glossed over. Yeah, it. like it was. A, so it's yeah, BS right. when Nintendo says right. it, but it's but it's acute and shrewd and knowledgeable when PS when PlayStation says it. That's right. all I'm saying here. Mm. They don't view falling behind. How do you fall behind with people you're not competing with to begin with? That's what I, that's what I think is being lost in transla- translation with what Miyamoto is trying to convey. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say. Yeah. It's fine. No, we're gonna leave it there. Everybody yeah. go with that. Yeah, they're falling behind. He's he's got to get it in. He does. Falling behind. He's got to get it in. But we enjoy our Nintendo Switches, don't we, John? Oh. Except for that bloodstain. You know, I uh, enjoy. Right. I like a, I like a good bloodstain. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what I enjoy doing every week? What's that? Finally this week. I still think you should go more like pony on it. Finally this week. Yeah. I think that just works better. That's just my two cents. But that's the way I always do it. I always No, do it's the, not. I do the higher one and I You always, just started doing it. No, because I used to go finally this week. Oh. Go, finally yeah, this we, week. Yeah, we we quit doing that, John. We hung that up. You hung I've been it gone up. a while. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm excited about this one. Right? So this is um this is fantastic. Nike is getting N64 sneakers. That's right. There is a Nike Air Max 97 shoe, which is a fantastic shoe, that draws inspiration from Nintendo 64. It is not officially named for legal reasons, obviously. The shoe even goes so far as to copy the Nintendo logo with Air Max written in its place, but with the same design and font. Mm-hmm. There are also power and reset buttons on the tongue and a modified ESRB logo on the insoles. They are releasing before the end of the summer. And if my friends love me, they will make sure I get a pair of these. Good luck. They will be priced at $160. I love that they do this, but at the same time, unless you are... Just, unless you're a sneakerhead, for real. Like, I remember a uh, guy we worked with, friend Brandon. Yeah. Uh, he wanted the Nike Spider-Man's uh, yeah. ones they put out from uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And as soon as it, it was like releasing at 11 o'clock that day, and he was just sitting there refreshing, refreshing. He hit refresh one time, 
Sold out. At saw saw the button pop up buy now. Hit buy, and it said yeah. It said sold out. Yeah. Sorry, this item's no longer available. We'll know if I you, mean, you can you can buy them yeah. after they release. Yeah, you can buy It'll them once they go on the market and they're double or triple. Up. Yeah, that's just the way it is. But uh, that's cool. I mean, it is cool. I like I like when video games merge with you know pop culture and want, you're able to rock stuff. I want to like know this. why they decided to do the N64 and maybe not like classic Nintendo or or, or GameCube or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I agree. Know the reason behind that. I was going to initially say because of the color palette works maybe on a yeah. tennis shoe, but the original Nintendo would look good as a shoe. Yeah, same with um, the uh, the with Game the Boy, SNES. the Game Boy, and the, the SNES. It depends on how they did it. You said SNES. I did because you said it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to hang myself. Now. <laughs> I'll watch. <laughs> um, Bye, Sean. It just uh, th- there was a Nintendo jacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like a, a zip-up hoodie jacket that looked like a Nintendo console, mm-hmm. but it was super awesomeness for sure. Uh, I, I, was, I still want that jacket. Well, that, the the PlayStation Nikes are pretty cool, and they mm. actually do it through licensing. Then, I wonder if there'll be an Xbox one. At some I point. hope not. Even though I love it, it's just like the OG. They'll be, like, they'll be bright white shoes. No, no, no green, like man. the original. Yeah, like have it be black with the 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 neon green for uh, Xbox. I didn't have an original Xbox. No, well, you know, Halo. I did. I didn't miss out. I was yeah. mad at them because they made Dreamcast go away. Halo, it died before they got there. That's not true. <laughs> I remember having a Dreamcast, playing Crazy Taxi like the happy teenager I was. Yeah. When Mike Slade comes in and goes, hey, this thing's dying. They're making this thing called an Xbox. Getting that. Which is funny because Xbox only sold yeah, yeah, 21 million consoles, 22 million consoles. GameCube was it expensive? No. No. It, it was, was just the first the attempt. Yeah. Um, People weren't sure yet. It was one of those things I, I didn't have it at first. The way I got into Xbox was I went home for... Uh, the holidays? Uh, it was my freshman year in college. I went home for the holidays, and I came back, and the the guy who was in the dorm room next to me got an Xbox for Christmas. And then he's like, hey, you want to play this thing called Halo? And then I stopped going to class as much. Um, and girls never existed again. Yeah. I was like, hey, look at a girl, shot. and you'd just be like, ew. I'm <laughs> going to play Halo. I'm Master Chief. <laughs> look at me. I don't want your. I've got another box I want. Because at first it was like you'd watch. At first you would watch each other play the campaign. And then someone's like, what's in this multiplayer? You got another controller? Y'all got another controller? And then you're like, oh my God. And then you're like, wait, man, you can link it up to a network? Oh, this is. Europe. And then nerd. You know, you'd have one team in one room and the other team in the other room. And no, just, I like you. There'd be this quietness on the floor, and all of a sudden you just hear, Son of a <laughs> biscuit. Yeah. Son of it was, a biscuit. It was awesome. Uh, you I guys want some days. pasta? Oh, pasta. Mm. Where can we get some pasta for dinner? I know what John wants. Smell it, man. It smells amazing. Do you know what you want, John? You want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. Oh. Are you just I, dropping no, everything no, no. now? E- electronic mail has a pain. I'm beginning to doubt your commitment. 
if you want to, but I'm not doubting the commitment of our listeners because if you want to write your thoughts and opinions in thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, uh, you can write them to weekly games chat at gmail.com. That's weekly games chat at gmail.com. Just like three people did this week, including TJ. He writes and says, my apologies in advance for this topic. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, a known YouTuber by the name of Ipka. Atika. Yeah, Atika. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, recently passed. It was yeah. an unfortunate event. For a touch more personal context, I am actually not a fan of Ipka's, right? Atika. Atika. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at this. Uh, I didn't find his videos appealing or entertaining. What's been more uncomfortable for me, however, are the reactions and content that have come from his untimely passing. Other YouTubers are posting compilations of his reactions, which feel like an attempt to gather more views. Twitter users replying to the announcement of his death to condemn people for not taking mental health issues seriously. Uh, people creating products such as custom Joy-Cons to honor him. This isn't the first time I've seen something like this, and it's beginning to become disturbing. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this topic. How would you, how would your team feel if someone used your, your content in such a manner? Uh, thank you, as always, for addressing deeper subjects with controlled passion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a hard one, because on one hand, like, I'm like, sure like people us, know him. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to address what he said about us. I mean, we create content for our fans, and if something happened where we weren't here... Um, I don't know. How, I don't know how I'd feel if they were using us to gain more attention or, you know, more followers or which in yeah. turn generates more money for them. And that's what he's saying is happening. They're using, um, yeah. And I did read about the passing of this, this, this YouTuber and it kind of was, it was over the news and it does suck. Um, so I, I don't know how I'd feel. Cause on one hand, I'm like, you know, it's our fans. Let them do what they want. Sure. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, well, we did work hard to create whatever brand we have. Is this a gamer YouTuber? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to say. I would just, to me, I'm not shocked just because I think it is the nature of YouTube and like Twitch. Um, not so much with death, but recently, of course, Dr. Disrespect got banned and then came back. And of course, for like the three days prior to him coming back, he hyped up his return. Like he knew his band was coming off and he was like, gonna hype this up and sure enough when he comes back he gets like a ton of viewers right and like on one hand you think like well you know what's the punishment really if if all it meant was that like you're gonna take a two-week break and then now twitch and you are gonna make a ton of money off of this right uh and it's the same thing here it's like there's not gonna be any punishment for someone putting out this stuff all it's gonna mean is potential ad revenue as you said which kind of sucks but that's the naming in uh, the name of their trade, you know, is attention and doing, taking whatever's happening in the moment and using it to transfer it in clicks. I, I would just say it's up to you as, as a viewer to decide if it's something you want to give it into and, you know, click. And you have to, once you do, you have to understand that you're supporting that. Yeah. Once you kind of make yourself a personality, mm. I think you almost, you almost, Start losing control of what people are going to do with your likeness. Um, I'm, I'm 50 50 on when you said, you know, um, how people condemn other people for not taking mental health seriously. And I did see some of that, but, yeah. but some would argue at least they're talking about mental health. Yeah. And trying to shed a light on it, especially if they go through it. Right. Right. You know, um, or they know someone who goes through it. So, so I mean, I think there's a side to each, each point you made. Um, again, like legit thoughts and prayers grow out to anyone affected by him passing. Um, 
you know, in a way we're, we're almost in the same kind of situation where, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how to word it. I'm going to stop there, but yeah, but it, it's a, it's a, it's a sad thing to see for Any, sure. Anything else guys? I'm, I'm, good. I'm yeah. not really sure about what's going on. So I, I, I kind of hesitate to uh, yeah. share my thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, next up, Toby writes in, he says, Hey again. Hey, Toby. Hey, Toby. Hey. I write in this week because my birthday was on the ninth. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy. Is it the ninth? It's to this. That's, it's that's, t- it was yesterday. It's yesterday. today. Yeah. But yesterday, time vortex is. Uh, and he's getting a Nintendo Switch. What games do you suggest he gets? I already completed Breath of the Wild on Wii U and all the shrines, making the only person to do so on Wii U. Congrats. False. Uh, My wife did. Your uh, wife. Your wife. Uh, thanks for your advice and game on. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey would be my first pick that you go get. <laughs> and then maybe also Mario Kart. If you like to un- on Wii U, why not get it here? Um, Mario Maker 2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yoshi's, is it Crafted World? Crafted mm. World. Um, and check out the Nintendo eShop. They got some great indie games as well. Smash Bros. Uh, Smash uh, Bros. Toby, I would definitely uh, dabble with um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, yeah. Dope. That is a fabulous game. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Diablo 3 ah. is actually great on Switch. The uh, RPG that you like, Octopath, liked. Octopath Traveler, Octopath Traveler, get it? Yes, yeah. spend hours on that bad boy. Hollow Knight, if you want a Metroidvania and mm-hmm. you haven't played it yet, mm-hmm. that's on the Switch. If Octopath gets you hooked on RPG type games on the Switch, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, you'll spend the next year and a half playing that game. Yeah, for sure. And there's this little game called um, Skyrim. You should check that out. If you like music, like Canes of Hyrule came oh, out. That- the game's fantastic. <laughs> great dungeon crawler. Uh, not not bloodstained. Yeah, don't, uh, d- stay away from yeah, bloodstained. Don't get bloodstained. Uh, <laughs> he does follow up with a postscript that says, follow up to my email from last week. Uh, I already did give you guys a five-star review on iTunes. Well, so thank you, sir. John, Tell your friends. John can so. sleep. That helps us balance Tell the John friends. syndrome we have. Yeah. Oh, oh, here it is. Uh, yeah. Sent in on the day of recording. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Daniel writes in and he says, sup y'all Southern Bellas. Well, how you doing there, Daniel? I've been listening to your podcast since January, so I'm not a seasoned vet of the show, but I am catching on quick. I'm a unique listener of yours in that I'm emailing you without having used your podcast to help me get through a tough time. I just like video games and can listen to podcasts while I work. Well, hey, we fit right into that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Enough about me. I emailed you guys to compliment you all. Since listening to your podcast, I have transformed from a user of only Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, 2K, Madden, and maybe the only guy left playing H1Z1 to someone who generally enjoys games from all sources and give damn near anything a try a podcast with you three feels like you guys would be having the same conversation no matter if the mics are on or not that's right this uh, is that's a true statement yeah yeah <laughs> me and john always yell at each other uh as someone who listens to nothing but sports podcasts and other nonsense to kill time your question uh questionable production value and clear Friendship adds value to <laughs> to your genre of podcast that is incredibly hard to find. Thank you, sir. That's yes. a compliment, John. Yeah, yes. yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, Top notch. I appreciate you, you Southern uh, boys, boys taking the time to create this extremely unique and extremely lengthy podcast on a regular basis. Love it. Gave it five stars because John finally asked. Thanks, yes. John. It worked. Right. John, it worked. See? He didn't it spell worked. Oh, wait. Daniel. He can spell my name any way he wants to. There's no H in John. 
There is today. But there is. Only it's, it's, the book's called Dear John. Only only John from the Upside Down, John is uh John <laughs> H in his name. Uh but he says, Okay, I don't want to keep you big country boys away from post podcast grub any longer. He knows. Right? Uh one question. <laughs> if we game every night on Battle Royales on PS4 Pros, we all have high speed internet and possess the necessity capital. Uh necessary capital, necessary, Chris, which means yeah, money. Uh, Jesus, is it worth giving PC gaming a try? Um, man, that's a good question. I, look, I would say it's only worth it if you want to build a PC and be dedicated to it. Like, don't and, and, unless there's just something unique to PC that you want to play. Don't go into a PC thinking you can like half uh, <laughs> it because you can't. You know. You're gonna you're gonna find real quick like you might get away with some things that are a little bit older, been out for a year or so, and you might have every now and then certain things that are smaller scale uh, that you can play on your PC. But then you're gonna go and you're gonna get this, uh, you know, think of like next year Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, definitely. And you're try to play, it and all of a sudden you're gonna be like, well, I can't play in 4K, right. 60. Try to future proof yourself. You know that obviously yes. tailors to your budget. If budget's really a concern, yes, hold off to you're able to kind of build a more high end PC because, like I just said, it'll future proof you. You'll be able to run the battle royale type games easily. You'll be able to go back and play like games like I don't know WoW and you know whatever. Yeah. But then in the future, when a game like Cyberpunk comes out, it's going to be very intense on your graphical card. You'll be able to handle it. Uh, if you're now the battle royale, I think also matters. If you're going on there to play Fortnite, you don't need to do that because Fortnite's not going to look inherently better. If you're someone who's been playing, well, you say you're you're playing on H1 PS4 Z1? Pro, so it's probably not PUBG. But if it's something like that, then maybe you go uh, and check it out. Uh, one of the good sources, if you do already have a PC, uh, is called um, CanIRunIt.com, and that will tell you. Uh, if your PC has the specs to run a game at recommended settings, one of our favorite sites when we uh, <coughs> when we're in the market to build PCs is mm. PC Part Picker. Yes, um, it'll kind of let you know once you once you do your research and you find out I want this piece in, in my computer and I want this this and this. It'll it'll kind of put everything together from the best sources and the best sites to uh, really to really get you everything together, or even better. They have uh, people put out their builds, mm-hmm. and then the community kind of just says, "I want that rates build. them," and like you can see what is the top recommended build. So yeah. if you're you're like, "Well, I want to do an AMD PC," you can go on there and you say, oh, "Well, this is the best one right now. This is what everyone's making at the moment." I I, I built my PC to run. Um, <laughs> mine's dated at this point, but I wanted to run Swartor and WoW and Final Fantasy. So when I built it. It, it runs all three of those games fine, but there's no way I'm going to be able to run Cyberpunk on one game at high res. So that if, if your your question was more so battle royales on PC, you're not going to shell a lot of money out to run those. No, nah. but again, I recommend that you future proof yourself when you build a PC. Yeah, and also you gotta ask yourself if you're doing it on PC how you feel about playing with a uh, mouse and keyboard yeah. for those games because otherwise you will get worked. There, work, 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 yeah. work. Uh, and he ended his email by saying, me and my boys come into the Iron Bowl game this year. Game on. I don't know if that means he's personally got tickets to go to an Iron Bowl or if he's saying his boys are, uh, if he's like an Auburn guy, if that's the case, then. Um, no, I think he's saying him and his boys are coming to the Iron Bowl. I hope so. Um, because I want to hate Daniel. Well, the Iron Bowl is in Auburn. So that would mean oh. that Alabama is going to there. So 
That means e- I could- either way. After that said, we have to say roll tide. Like that's, roll tide. That's what we have to say. I got my ticket to the opener. Ooh. They're really cheap right now, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. You should go. Who, go look. Who go are we look. Playing? We're playing Duke. And, and like I saw the tickets, and I was like, I can finally go to Mercedes Benz. <laughs> We've so been. I know you've been. I have not been to Mercedes Benz. You went for Garth, right? I did go for Garth. Yeah, it was amazing. yeah I have not been there. <laughs> I've been trying to go there, man. But like every time we go there, it's like oh, we're playing Florida State in the first game ever in this stadium, and then later on, it was always, oh, you're playing Georgia, right? Oh, or Florida great. State, yeah, yeah, or Clemson or something. Yeah, you know, you're just like, come on, man. I just want an affordable game, just one time. <laughs> but uh, Daniel reached out because of Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, I posted a picture of it was like a selfie of me today um, as we were recording, um, and it kind of reminded Daniel to email. I'm yeah. glad it worked out, sir. Um, I don't think we have any other magic going on um, on the Twitter. I don't see any new follows. Um, Twitter's kind of been silent. Maybe you need to be more active. I, I, I retweet. I put stuff out, man. We Maybe get, you should put your own thoughts every moment. Uh, maybe I should try to do that. I don't look, know. Look at me. You commit I to posting I can't, I can't 20 times a day. I can't look at you. Unique things. <laughs> and if not, um, I'm coming for I'm going to say this. No matter what, if you if you are a Twitter user, you can find us there. If you don't know that, we are at Weekly Games Chat. We will, we will read your direct messages or your mentions on air. And if you're a new follower, I will also say, hey, welcome, and I'll follow you back. So For sure. Um, that's all we got on that. This has been episode 212 of Weekly Games Chat. 212 guys that's a palindrome it's still it, it feels like or it's only been it's only been 12 episodes since the uh since the live podcast we did but you have to look at it as it's been 12 weeks it, and that's what throws yeah. me off because i'm like it's just been 12 episodes yeah it's been 12 weeks which is like a long time john yeah long I, time. I haven't been here for half of it yeah yeah, yeah. must be nice i yeah. want to thank friend of the show john <laughs> thank you for your back-to-back appearance man it's been great you really brought value to the show today man you should come back next week See what happens, right? What are we talking about next week? That's a good question. We'll figure it out. Um, Dr. Mario, iOS device. Actually, (laughs) uh, why not? (laughs) That's it. Uh, This has been 212 again for Weekly Game Chat. If uh, you like the show, subscribe (laughs) to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you choose to use on your phone or tablet device, and you'll get a new episode just like this one. Uh, every Wednesday, or maybe a few hours early, if I feel generous. Sometimes I just go and hey. publish. Yeah, I've been noticing yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. I think it's because you're lazy. No, yeah, because I, I literally it takes more work because I have to go over to the tab and be like, "Okay, just do publish now." Yeah. Like I have to click a button. You know, so, I do oh, it though because yeah. I love them. You got to override the system. Yes. I'm like, yeah. no, we're not waiting. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's ready. You're um, fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> You tell it grew up on Monday Night Raw. We did. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, Sean might start posting more on Twitter. Maybe I'll post just enough. Don't you touch it. I will post more. Don't touch it. You're going to find 50 things. Well, how do you guys feel about buffalo wings? Oh I, I think I might get that for lunch today. Oh, my <laughs> God. <like> um, <laughs> and then you can write your thoughts or prayers into weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to join in all the fun and socialness of life, where it's at, really, yeah, Let's where it's at, you can go over to our Discord. Uh, people are posting about everything on there all the time. It's weekly games chat. There's a link on the Twitter page. 
There's a bunch of connections also to our friends on there who also have their own communities that we all support. Uh, and if you want to see us stream, or at least me, sometimes Sean and John, though Sean also streams on his own channel, uh, you can tune in most Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Did not have one yesterday because I was working on some other stuff, uh, trying to hide in the body. No, no, I was tracking. I need to get Charles' help too. Eventually, on the other chair, I'm that trying to jump. We're not going to help you things. bury a body. Yeah. I don't want to get it out the trunk, Chris. Look, we're going to have this Goodfellas moment. <laughs> you know, I think we buried upstairs. This is not a Goodfellas moment. This is a John Wayne Gacy moment. And we <laughs> do don't we, want any part of it. Yeah. Though we live near a river, I don't want to chunk a body into it, Chris. Do they know I'm dressed like a clown right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Stabby the clown. Right. Uh, but, you know, check us out there if you want to see what we're streaming talking about sometimes sean just pops in. apparently 10 p.m like we've we've determined that's when it all that's really when it's all in popping yeah, right it's all popping so the time you, zones come together once yo. you put the kids to bed come get on the the streams with Even us if it's for a minute it makes yeah. us happy to see and interact yes i like a good stream Ooh, you just want a good solid one again huh the good old days <laughs> i miss it ouch um, this episode brought to you by Flowmax. <laughs> Until next time, though, I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. And game on, Sean. Game on, Johnny Bear. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Push the button. It, it's not on your mind. Thug life. Sorry. You can't do it. No, you can't do it. Hi, this is John J.P. Podlasic of Game Dev Advice. I'm a 30-year veteran of the game development industry and have a podcast where I interview artists, animators, programmers, designers, CEOs, and all different types of people that work in the game development industry. Whether you're an aspiring or an experienced game developer, you'll find useful, thought-provoking, and sometimes funny advice on the podcast. So check it out.